Boy cunts, hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Electro Cunts. Uh, oh wait, no, sorry. Uh, I mean, uh, hello and welcome to The Old World Lives, a Warhammer Fantasy podcast. Uh, no, 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 sorry, goddammit. This is the Don't Lose Your Head podcast, a 30k, pod- 30K podcast that where we mainly talk about fantasy. And I'm Morten, and this is Nicholas. Hello. Hello, everyone. And this episode will be more fantasy talk than uh, usual. It's been like a gradual uh, <laughs> expand. Yeah, but fun. we were planning this uh, last week before the announcement Whoa. that Warhammer Fantasy is coming back. <gasps> oh, incredible. Holy shit. Uh, but when and how? It was such a cryptic message. Just like a what? Yeah, well, er- yeah. everything comes around and then there's a square base. Mm. Yeah, but you saw the one afterwards, right? The announcement. This is- Oh my god, you're so out of loop. They said they were working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also said that they could be like two years in the future. Yeah, two or three years. So, yeah, we have have, uh, reached ultimate hipsterdom, Martin. (laughs) (laughs) How come? Because we started playing fantasy before (laughs) it it was announced. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, before it was cool. But, like, think about being a hipster. You have to... Like, the thing that you... Uh, like mm. it needs to be liked by the the big masses later. Otherwise, it's ah. just, you're just a weirdo that likes yes. weird stuff. <laughs> but uh, that's, does that mean that we're gonna have to stop playing fantasy when it's actually when it comes back? Yeah, when it's something? cool. Yeah, then Definitely. we do something else. Then it's Mordheim or I don't know something <laughs> else. Gorka Morka. Um, but but yeah, the best part of that message I think was that they said that. Uh, Oh, th- think of this as like the 30k version of fantasy of Age yeah. of Sigmar or something like. Oh my God, that's oh, that's just what we want. Yeah, Please, just just what Freddy thought it would be when they announced Age of Sigmar in the first place. <laughs> oh, cool! This sounds nice. <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, no, but I, that, that that's uh, really promising. But what do you think? I mean. So will it? Do you think it will only be like Forge World? Will they produce the the whole range of models again? Do you think? I think they said it would be Games Workshop that does okay. it. Okay. And yeah. uh, but models, I don't really know honestly. No. Like, kind of feel like they should make new stuff, but of course they can use a bunch of the old stuff. Yeah. Uh, like the later sculpts, at least. Like mm. uh, the Island of Blood was a great box with great miniatures. Oh, yeah. like the, definitely. The Lothern Sea Guard and all the. Like the, the night goblins from Skull Pass even are a great model still. Hmm. That's the only night goblins you need, really. Uh, and, but and some of the older ones they could really replace. And it feels like, I don't, I don't know that much about fantasy, but it feels like they generally have been making more of these like easy-to-start boxes for 40k. Uh, yeah. And that they have yeah. been a bit... Like fantasy hasn't really been maybe... Like they haven't made efficient fantasy plastic sets in the same way as they have for 40k. Like, now they have the new things, they have the CAD thing going. Maybe they could make the, it much easier now or something. Like, it yeah. wouldn't be such a hassle. Uh, Don't know. Uh, yeah, it's going to be really exciting to see it. Uh, first of yeah. all, I'm glad, kind of, that it's going to take a while for them mm. to, to make it. Because, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like, I'm really into playing 6th edition right now. And oh, I yeah. really <laughs> want to, like, play it fully mm-hmm. and then, like, have something to look forward to. Because mm-hmm. uh, if they would have been like, this Christmas, uh, <laughs> fantasy is coming what? out. It would have been, been a bit rushed, would, maybe. Yeah. And then I would have felt like, shit, I didn't really have, have time to, to try, all, try all of these things. 
Yeah. Uh, but now I'm glad because now I have like enough time to to really do sixth edition. Yeah. And uh, maybe even try eighth edition before the new edition. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then like everyone will just unite under the new edition. It's gonna be nice. Yeah. Edition. So will it be nine or will it be just ten or just uh, probably something new? Probably, probably it's called be... like the old world. Or... Yeah. First something edition. like that. It's and, be great. It's, and if it's like like thirty k, do you think it would be? Oh, th- this could be any time throughout the old world, sort of. Yeah, that's that's super interesting. Uh, will so it, will I was it thinking be about this. Older, like oh, this is the War of the Beard book. <laughs> yeah. Or... Like, I was thinking it would be really cool if they did like really ancient stuff when the dwarves were super mighty and the elves were mighty, and you had like tomb kings that were alive and. Uh, <laughs> Just stuff like that in barbarian mm. humans, but mm. I think that if you bring back fantasy, and you if you don't have the empire or Britonia, that would be Oop. such a huge part that you're missing from fantasy. Oh yeah, because like the the whole old world is centered around the empire and just uh, German speaking puffy sleeved <laughs> madmen fighting beastmen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Like yeah, and then you can oh you can sometimes go to Lustria, but you don't really care about the other parts of the world, I guess. Yeah. So, um, I, but it would be cool if they said some other time than uh, Carl Franz era. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Magnus the Pious era would be really cool. Okay, I've heard about this dude, but so, so that's two hundred years before this. This is the the Great War against Chaos. So oh. at least like in sixth edition. Uh, uh, canon. Mm-hmm. You could kind of see like uh, the current timeline against Archaeon. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the Second World War, and Archaeon mm-hmm. is Hitler. Okay, and he's just attacking everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the Great War against Chaos with Magnus Pius would be like the First World War kind of. Oh, okay. So there was another uh, ever chosen then. Oh, uh, nice. Asavar Cool, I think. Uh. Have have you played the old PC game Mark of Chaos, or have you heard of it? Uh, I think I've heard of it. Was it like a, a strategy? Like game. a, ro- I was a strategy game. Okay. Yeah, but y- yeah, you were playing as like a. You could play others Empire or Chaos, and they both had like some campaigns, and you could pick your path as Chaos. But that's the one with the coolest trailer ever, right? Where they, where yes, the warriors yeah, of Chaos yeah, yeah. attack the the For column the of Empire. Oh. Gets me hard every time. <laughs> no, but it's it's. I mean, considering how long ago they made it, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the the animation is really really gorgeous. Yeah, it's uh, great. I I think also about that trailer had nothing to do with the actual game. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like this warrior priest finding a bloodthirster and yeah. dragged away by a, a wood elf, and <laughs> in the game, like that blood, uh, warrior priest is not around. You never fight Bloodthirster and the Wood Elves take no part. Yeah. Uh, but a really cool trailer. Yep. Uh, so anyway, in that game, like it said, right after the Great War Against Chaos, with, mm-hmm. uh, they tr- you're trying to find relics from Asvar Cool or something. Mm. Uh, so anyway, at that time in the Empire, it was the mm-hmm. time of three emperors. So the Empire oh. was split. Okay. Uh, so in Karl Francis, they, the Empire is united, except yeah. for... Uh, Kislev, Marienburg. Marienburg. 
Kislev, Kislev has never been part of the Empire. It's Ooh, a sorry. separate thing. Stepped on your feet there. <laughs> uh, not uh, yet part of the Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, parts of the Empire have been part of Kislev. Let's just Ooh. Ooh. that. Okay. Uh, Kislev has invaded a couple of times and taken parts of uh, Ostland and oh. Telebekland, I think. Okay. Uh, during the time of the Three Emperors. Well, but they were weakened. But like roughly, so Magnus the Pious was one of the emperors, or he became Hardware. emperor. Oh, he became so he emperor. Was, okay. He was like a, a very zealous guy from Nuln, yeah. and uh, like uh, during the Great War of Chaos, they just totally fucked Prague. That's when Prague became like oh, a, a hellish place. Before that, it was a really nice place, and then they <laughs> fucked it over. And then uh, they were besieging Kislev, and then Magnus the Pious rallied the empire. So he's went from city to city, he's mm. giving great speeches and just uh, rallying the the divided empire to go fight the chaos. Okay. And then uh, he gathered a massive army uh, and some Kislev guys that have fled as well to yeah. try and get support. And then uh, he marched his army to the north and then the fastest guys uh, on horseback, including the Kislev guys, mm-hmm. uh, went to Prague to try and help Prague, but then when they got there, they realized that the city is fucked, and they're already <laughs> on their way to Kislev. So then, Magnus the Pious arrived at Kislev, mm-hmm. and Kislev had a bunch of dwarfs in it as well, that oh. had come to help. Okay. And then, uh, they attacked the Chaos guys, and then the guys from within the city with the dwarfs tried to uh, go out and attack as well. Uh-huh. Uh, but the Chaos horde was so huge, they eventually surrounded Magnus's army, and the dwarves were beaten back. But then uh, the the rider army that had split off to go to Prague arrived mm. on the Hill of Heroes outside <sighs> of Kislev and just charged into Chaos. And now Chaos was like surrounded on three sides. Oh. Uh, so then the dwarves searched out again and Magnus' army attacked and then the riders attacked in their back and just broke <laughs> the Chaos army. Glorious. And then- and then the hill got its name, I guess, after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, Magnus was crowned emperor. So yeah, oh, that I would damn. really like to see that uh, time period. Because it's, it's yeah. 200 years before, so it's not like... Mm. Everything is still mm. like the old world. It's still the empire, and you got Britonia to the south, and Kislev. So it would be the mm. same, but different. Yeah, and the 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 king the uh, the kingdoms. I guess there there is some infighting then in the empire, sort of, before like they yeah. unite. Oh. Yeah, definitely. So they're... Yeah, people trying to become emperors. You have uh, uh, just like a, I don't know, Telebeckland is trying to become emperor, Nolan is trying to become emperor, and uh, Middenheim, because <laughs> Middenheim is like devoted Ulrich guys and don't really yeah. care about Sigmar. So yeah. they think they should be the emperor because that's yeah. the, the original uh, religion, shit like that. Yeah, it's a really, a really interesting uh, era. So that'd be mm. cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's. Uh, well, yeah, so it's very exciting news, and we we will see. We will stick around and see what happens, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, but until then, we can play some other fantasy. Uh, yeah. And we have. But uh, before we talk about that, should we just quickly say, uh, well, there are some new stuff other than the news about um, fantasy. Uh, there, there is some. There was some. Did you see the preview of the? Blood Angels, like, special uh, destroyers. Yeah, 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 I saw them. They look kind of cool, I think. Yeah, the black helmets are really cool. Yeah, much scarier than I thought. I, I, I like that, <laughs> that they would take... I mean, it's not just like, oh, 
Blood Angels, like, oh, another, you know, sculptured chest plate or something. Uh, this looked uh, like they have the, the dark side of the Dark Angels, sort of. Those sharp ceramide nipples. Mm-hmm. Cut <laughs> <Tough> class. <laughs> yeah, definitely. When it's cold. Um, but uh, so that was cool. Uh, there's also, I saw that uh, for the uh, Titanicus, there's new weapons coming mm. out for um, for the titans for the warlords i think on their on their uh, shoulders they oh, have cool. some different things and, and there were new weapons for the derideo also for heresy yeah and the the, the vortite mis- and the missiles yeah uh, i don't know about the missiles i think it looks a bit weird to me still i like are the they... other missile rack better and more yeah these are different missiles right yeah i, I don't even know what they do <laughs> which is kind of bad i should have read up on that before i guess um but um they look like the the old missiles from the the Manticore, is it for the Imperial Guard? They just mm, took them off and put them on. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm but, not a huge uh, but fan the Vol- of the Derdeo in general. The Vol- no, me neither. But the Volkites look good. I think. Um, <laughs> yep. And uh, more Volkite is always welcome. Yeah, and I saw that if you if you want to play Titanicus, that you could buy like this. They ma- they're making these Christmas bundles, and there was one for knights. Mm-hmm. So you got a shitload of little knights. Some Serastus and uh, Porphyrin Knights. Okay, could be cool. I guess most people want the Titans, but if you want to be uh, that guy with like, ah, the small guys can win against the big guys, you know. <laughs> the, the David versus the Goliath. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, could be cool. The, the Iron Hands Dreadnought is back in stock. Oh. They, they heard my prayers. Yeah. So, so it was never... So it was just out of... Like temporary out of stock then. Yeah, I think it disappeared from the website. It wasn't even like out of stock. It was just gone. But now they mm-hmm. replace it. It's the same thing. Okay. It's just it's there again. Do you think they did a new like they replaced the sculpt with a CAD sculpt or something like that? Or why? Maybe. Yeah, that, that's that's that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Who knows what they're up to? Uh, and I think that's it for new stuff. I can't really think of more at the moment so uh have you been up to something hobby wise or should we talk about our games first i've been uh, painting dwarves oh yeah yeah, yeah. I've been for for the event that you went to uh yeah and afterwards as well oh shit <laughs> <laughs> hype for dwarves i don't have a lot left so it feels like better keep going while i'm already mm-hmm. at it mm-hmm. uh, the uh, an- no, th- your anvil looks really good thank you with the glowing runes and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out pretty much as I was hoping for. That's always yeah. nice when you have a vision and then it turns out nice. The worst thing is when you, you have an idea and then you paint it and then you spend a lot of time on it. It's like, oh, well, this didn't turn out. That <laughs> no, that's not nice. Uh, oh. But yeah, I've been painting dwarves for this tournament that I went to. Hmm. Uh, I've been painting for the last four months or something oh shit pretty heavily yeah. uh I th- like these last four months or something a bit more maybe i've painted like over a hundred dwarves oh shit. <laughs> damn just yep. metal metal flesh and beard shit <laughs> uh yeah it's been really really fun though mm? it's been a lot of fun painting up my my old dwarf army mm. oh, i love them so much and it w- so you had most of these models already, like from before. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this but is my you... first, my first Warhammer army ever. The first oh. army book I ever bought. 
Yeah. Uh, so I've been thumbing through this book since like 1999 or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but you you stripped your own models models of their paint and, and redid them or? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I had my own models, but I had like very odd numbers, like maybe 14 long beards, 13 iron breakers and <laughs> shit like that. So yeah. I did uh, complement them as well. Um, and then I, I stripped them back in March, I think, a mm. uh, long time ago, March or April, and just put them on bases and primed them. And then they've been standing like in in my betrayal calf box. It's been my <laughs> dwarf army project box. So I just been I just put them there, like ranked up, all primed, and just mm. like, okay, one day when I get inspiration, I'll just sit down and paint these. But not today. <laughs> And uh, yeah, then I got sick, and then I started painting like crazy, and then I didn't stop. So <laughs> got him done. I guess it must be easy to get an army case. I mean, except for any banners, you could just put them in. You know, like they're, they're, no one yeah. is higher than the an inch. <laughs> yeah, they, they like I got the standard Games Workshop figure case, and like they're almost too small to fit in the, the compartment, <laughs> except for the banners. Yeah, you yeah. have to kind of squeeze them in there. <laughs> Uh, but um, and yeah, so tell us what did you do with your dwarfs on this? You went you went to an event, a, a sixth edition event. Yeah, sixth edition yeah. Uh, two thousand point tournament in uh, London or itself or outside. No, it's uh, it was by Coventry in England in a mm-hmm. small town called Bedworth. Ooh, uh, so up north, and uh, yeah, it's like the first time I played two thousand points as well. I've been usually been playing fifteen hundred points with my Kisav. Oh yeah, is that more common for sixth edition? I, I mean, you you say like it's more like a skirmish sort of game, or yeah, in sixth edition is a good sized game. Mm-hmm. It works really well. The uh, thing is, like, you don't have a lord in uh, under two thousand points in sixth edition. Mm. Uh, while in eighth edition, it's more geared towards bigger point games mm. in the first place. So mm. it's kind of like heresy. Like you got to play at least 2,000 points for the mm. game mechanics to to work as intended. Yeah. Uh, with, like, level 4 wizards and horde formations <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> so, I mean, you could have that in 1,500 points, but it's the same as, like, having a Spartan 1,500 points. Like, oh, yeah. some things are too big, they, and they fit better in, at bigger points. Mm-hmm. But in 6th in edition, like, you used to have a lot of small units instead of big units really at high mm-hmm. points mm-hmm. but the big d- difference is lords and you can have uh, dragons and griffins and stuff like that that's that's really the main thing and you can have two rare choices in 2000 points is that the yeah. limit that's when you get the lords yeah and yeah, also two rare choices instead of one okay so uh, was that nice to like uh, had did, did you have a lord from before that you were like ah oh, shit now i can finally use this guy I didn't use a lord for my dwarves. Actually. Oh, you didn't? Because <laughs> uh, yeah, you can either have a, a rune lord or a dwarf lord or a demon slayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to have like the, the lord, the dwarf lord, to have him like any kind of effective, you, you have to tool him up so much mm-hmm. uh, that he'll be really killy, but he's a dwarf still, so he's going to be very easy to avoid. Oh, okay. uh, or you could have the Anvil of Doom, but I didn't use the Anvil. Mm-hmm this time i hadn't painted up yet mm-hmm. uh so i just went with a bunch of heroes instead i had two runesmiths mm-hmm. and uh a master engineer oh, okay nice might be better to spread it out a bit then yeah 
um, yeah, and in my army in general, as I said, yeah, I had those two runesmiths and an engineer. Mm-hmm. I had two units of 19 warriors with full command. Mm-hmm. So the runesmiths were going in those units. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I had 20 miners, full command, 20 ironbreakers with full command, and a rune of battle, giving them plus one combat resolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 rangers with uh, crossbows and shields and great weapons. Uh, two catapults and two ballistas. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a, a it's an old school army. So it's meant yeah. to fit in both War of the Beard and uh, the current timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very nice. So uh, before this, I had a bunch of practice games because uh, I haven't played Modern Wars before. Mm-hmm. So uh, with my friend Joseph, uh, went over to his place on a Saturday. Uh, pretty early, and we had managed three games in a day, just mm-hmm. really testing our lists out. Uh, and uh, we tried some of the ga- uh, the different missions that would be used on the tournament. Oh, uh, did, you, did you like modify your lists any 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 after that, or like you noticed like ah oh, shit this didn't work? I'll I'll just switch this guy for this. Or I switched over some runes from uh, the ballistas to my oh. stone towers. Okay, because I noticed that the Stormtrooper runes are, are really handy, and oh. the ballistas are better kept cheap. I think. Okay. Because uh, they're they're forty five points, and if you would add a rune, mm. the rune is twenty five points uh, mm. to increase its strength by one, uh, or make it hit on a two plus once per game. Uh, oh. And I think it's better to have a reroll scattered dice on the Stormtrooper oh, yeah. whole game instead. Yeah, that sounds sounds better. Uh, so the first game, uh, I won, I think, narrowly against mm-hmm. uh, Joseph's Empire. Second mm-hmm. game, it was capture, so you had to go into the middle. He got oh. first turn and just rushed onto the middle of his cavalry. And I was like, all right, I'll just push him out of there. But then he just broke me instead because he had so many units that he could put uh, sorry, uh, two units against each of mine. So eventually he's overwhelmed me and I lost that game pretty hard. And then the third game, it was another victory for me. The like biggest things were uh, stone throwers against this heavy cavalry were really <laughs> devastating. Oh, okay. Because you don't get an armor save and they have a, a one plus armor save. Uh, and it's been upgraded with uh, rune penetrating. So it's mm-hmm. plus one strength. So instead of hitting on... on uh, the threes and wounding on twos and that <sighs> large blast or a small blast. So that's pretty, yeah. pretty handy. I don't know. Yeah. Did did we talk about this uh, our last episode? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Know. No, I, I don't but think I remember it. The, the most glorious moment though was uh, yeah. the first game, the first shot of the Sontrar. Uh, oh, this I rec- this I recognize though. Yeah, actually. yeah. I think I told us. Like, yeah, I got a, a perfect hit and. Mm-hmm. Exactly the dice roll I needed to destroy his cannon, and I managed. So that's good. And he was de- devastated. <laughs> <laughs> good yeah. Time. So before the tournament, I went up to his place again. Uh, to, uh, so I spent the night there. So then we just go straight to the tournament in the morning because mm. he lives outside of London. So I would have to get up at like four or five to get to his place. Otherwise, oh. uh, so we had a practice game the evening before, and I got. Totally smashed. Oh, shit. 
a terrible game. All my artillery just missed the entire game. My stone throwers missed every shot against him. And then uh, one shot I was firing at a, a, uh, some spearmen, I think. And mm. the shot scattered into a combat between his pistoliers and my bow thrower. <laughs> and he hit his pistoliers. Mm. But if you hit something that is engaged in close combat, you have to mm. randomize who they hit. Either your guy or the enemy. Ah, okay. So I randomized, and all three hits went on my bolster crew, <laughs> and I killed all three of them. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was all they killed the entire game. Ugh. So I was like, oh shit, and then just was like, well, I guess you used all your bad luck this game. So yeah, it's gonna go yeah. pretty well tomorrow. Sort of, like, and it did. Uh huh. The army was uh, scared or something. Like yeah. nervous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we arrived at the tournament, mm. uh, and my first game was against uh, Beastmen. Mm. Uh, so remember, the sixth edition, you could mix Beastmen and Demons and uh, yeah, Chaos Warriors. Chaos. Oh, Chaos. Yeah. But he, he was running just a pure Beastmen army, and he was mm. running like a heavy Minotaur army. <sighs> so I've been thinking of how to lay out this game like how i should explain it mm-hmm. so it was capture so you were supposed to capture in the middle mm-hmm. and i will divide this story into three flanks Ooh. so on my left flank i had one unit of warriors with gray weapon and shields and he had a unit of four minotaurs uh five warhounds and a chariot okay uh so in my first turn i advanced up and on his turn, he charged me with his chariots because we only started 15 inches away, so we were pretty close. Ooh. So he charged me with his chariot mm. and did a bunch of impact hits. Mm. Uh, but I only think he managed to kill one dwarf. And then because of my combat resolution, he fled and fled oh, yeah. pretty far. <laughs> and I advanced up. Okay. And then on his turn again, he moved up with his minotaurs and charged me with his warhounds. Yeah. I think it's the same warrior block. Uh, he didn't kill anything. I think I killed like two hounds. Uh, he fled and I pursued right in front of his minotaurs. So then <laughs> my turn, I charged his minotaurs with my great weapons. Oh, and nice. Yeah, also, uh, yeah, this is another thing about 8th edition though. If you have both great weapons and shields and hound weapons, yeah. you, you can't decide what to use. You have to use the great weapons because they're like a, a special weapon. Which is pretty, pretty, pretty lame. Oh, so you would never take? Would you? Would you still take shields then, or? Yeah, they're they're working as shooting, but you can't say like, okay, this turn uh, since he's charging me, I'm gonna brace with my shields. Oh, that's that's weird. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I don't know. Just like, makes why them so cool. Put it in there. It's cool that they are so versatile. They're like yeah, <laughs> jack jack of all trades. So anyway, I charged the minotaurs. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think I managed to kill one. Did some wounds. And he totally whiffed his rolls uh, and didn't do anything. And I won the combat. He fled. Mm. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm just going to hold here because I'm just defending this flank. And I failed my leadership roll of nine to restrain. So my guys were like, no, fuck it. Oh. Charge him. Uh, so they charged after and caught the Minotaurs and just <laughs> ran him down. Uh, <laughs> That's fast for uh, for a dwarf. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they get minus one to their pursuit roll as well. Yeah, so that's why yeah. I didn't want to try. Uh, but yeah, they ran him down, and uh, uh, they 
I think they overran into uh, his warhounds as well. They were fleeing since the run before. So they had to flee again and ran off the table. Oh, shit. <laughs> they, were, well, they, they held up their flank gird at least. Yeah, so they were across the table and just like, okay, well, we killed everything here. Uh, and so that's the left flank. And then mm-hmm. let's move over to the right flank. So I'm going to take mm-hmm. the middle last. Uh, on the right flank, I had... Uh, uh, a bow thrower and a stone thrower and mm. uh, my rangers standing on a hill mm. and he had uh, to his left a unit of minotaurs four minotaurs and a shaman and to his right five senegors and five warhounds mm. so the senegors and warhounds are obviously gonna go after my artillery mm. uh, so I deploy my rangers after deployments the scouts to protect them there oh okay to shoot, yeah. shoot them down? Or, yeah. Or, hmm? So on my first turn, I shot at his centigors, killed one of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Then he moved up his warhounds and centigors. Uh, and my bolt thrower, on my first turn as well, shot one of the minotaurs, uh, mm-hmm. hit it and wounded it, did like two wounds. <laughs> and you can just imagine this minotaur is getting a huge arrow like in his arm or oh. something. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. <laughs> And then my second turn, <laughs> and then my second turn, uh, I shot him again and hit hit the minotaurs again and killed him. And then <laughs> the the minotaurs failed their leadership and started running. You can imagine just the first arrow hitting him in the arm, like oh, or I'm still okay, guys. And then he's another arrow, you hit him square in the forehead, take him down. And the rest of them are like. Fuck this! He's running away. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, oh, yeah. So on my second turn, yeah. I shot his senegors again with my rangers. Yeah. I killed two of them this time, I think. Mm-hmm. And then his turn, he charged my rangers with his warhounds. And in mm-hmm. my standing shoot, I shot mm-hmm. down three of them. So I hit like really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, killed three of them, and then beat him in combat and overran. And then <sighs> on my next turn, I shot his senegors point blank and just executed them. <laughs> and that, or do they use throwing axes or do they have crossbows as well? No, so Rangers? in sixth edition, they they come with just gray weapons, and then you can oh. buy shields, and then you can buy either crossbows or throwing axes. Yeah, uh, I think in eighth edition they come with all of them: just gray okay. weapons, shields, crossbows, and throwing axes. God, just commandos. <laughs> Yeah, so throwing axes are really good for stand and shoot because they're mm-hmm. strength four, I think. Oh, are they like uh, quick, quick to fire or something like that? Yeah, I think they're, they are in eighth edition as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the the rangers held up their flank. The minotaurs nice. ran off the table eventually. The hounds fled and ran off the table. Yeah, and the centaurs were dead. So that so was their the flank. the yeah that means that the artillery was secured. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and in the middle, my first turn, I ran up with my, or moved up slowly with my iron breakers to the objective. <laughs> and then I had another warrior of units on their right flank. And then just uh, a bolt thrower and two catapults supporting this flank. Mm-hmm. And they were just hammering away. He's got really good hits against. He had a unit of minotaurs with a doom ball in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big unit of bestigors, 20 man unit of bestigors with a, a hero and a wizard in it. And uh, like a, a skirmish herd in front of them. Damn, very elite uh, beastman army, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. And like all the minotaurs had a mark of siege, so they generate another uh, magic dice. 
or Paradise. Okay. So, so he had a lot of magic. Uh, oh. Like the only one that, that matched me really. So <laughs> I think he had nine dice to start with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have four dice to start with since I'm a dwarf. Mm-hmm. And then I had two runesmiths. So that's another two. <laughs> and then I steal a dice from him and add it to my dispel dice because I had the, the master in the balance. So in oh. the end, I had seven and he had eight. Oh, nice. So yeah, <laughs> a lot of magic play going on. Fair uh, and square. So yeah, I moved on my Iron Breakers first turn, shot a bunch of catapults, kill a lot of Bestigors and his skirmish unit, just wither them down. Mm. And he was kind of in a traffic jam to get his mm. units up. And in my second turn, my miners arrived, and they arrived straight behind him, so they could charge him next turn. Mm. Uh, and I shot some more artillery at him, killed some more guys. His Bestigor unit was almost down to 50% mm. in turn two. Uh, and he, he turned that unit around, and then my miners attacked, and uh, I focused like three of them into his shaman and just picked his shaman to death. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I won that combat. He fled, and they overran into the flank of the minotaurs. So they were in a <sighs> really big problem because they, they were like four guys in one rank. Yeah. So only one of them could strike back against my miners. Uh, and basically, I won that combat as well. And that <laughs> after like three turns, and his skirmish unit tried to attack my warriors who were advancing in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, but my warriors just chopped them down. And also, they tried to restrain and just hold their position. And I failed their leadership and overran that unit as well. Such bloodthirsty dwarves you got going. And yeah. also, the, the just warriors are so good. I didn't think they were. I mean, they seem to be doing very well. Yeah, I mean, they're still. So, Toughness four, yeah. and they got like a three up save in close combat with their shields. Oh. Yeah, uh, and just the combat resolution. The, the, mm. There's a lot of them. They got rank bonus. They got banner. Mm. So the, yeah, they'll hold a lot. And yeah, I was also surprised. Like they they managed very well. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I just totally butchered all three flanks. <laughs> uh, none of my units were below fifty percent. Even none of them were Oof. destroyed. And. So usually in this uh, game, if you hold the uh, middle, you win. Yeah. But now you get like another 500 points instead. So, so you don't auto win. Oh. Uh, but in the end, I won. <laughs> you well, must have been a, quite a major victory. Then, I guess. Yeah, I had lost zero. So you got zero points. And with <laughs> objective and kills and banners and shit, I had 2,755 points. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the greatest victory... Uh, in my holds history. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah, pretty good start of the day. Yeah, pretty pretty good. <laughs> uh, it was really funny because, uh, yeah, I used the, the first uh, Dwarf book that came in 6th edition. Mm-hmm. There, there were actually two released. One mm-hmm. just at the end. It was known as 6.5 because kind of made for 7th edition. Mm-hmm. So is uh, it, like, generally accepted, like, uh, you can use either? Or is one yes. better than the other, so, or? so first, like this other guy wanted to play dwarfs, and he wanted to use the second one. So he wrote yeah. to them like, "Oh, are we using this book?" And they were like, "Yeah, we're using that book." And then I was like, "Well, I really want to use this book." And they were like, "Okay, you can use it either." So that was oh. no big deal. Yeah, cool. Uh, so uh, I went over to this other dwarf player, and he was like, uh, "Oh yeah, I really massacred this guy. I feel kind of bad about it, but I won by two thousand six hundred points." And I was like, "Oh well." Well, it's obvious then uh, which dwarf book is the better. 
<laughs> well, I think you're missing the point that both the, the dwarves themselves seem to be very good. <laughs> yeah, and it's like generally said also that uh, dwarves always draw their games because they're not oh. aggressive. They sit back and shoot. Yeah, they don't. They can't really kill their enemies as much as like a, a cavalry army or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we, we did very well, both of us. <laughs> Um, and then the second game uh, I was up against a vampire count army mm-hmm. a very weird vampire count army because mm-hmm. you're just used to like a bunch of skeletons and zombies and stuff like that mm-hmm. like hordes yeah. of undead yeah. this is a very elite undead army oh. so you had like a, a vampire a blood dragon on a Ooh. zombie dragon yeah that's that uh, seems like 2000 points on its own or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think it was like 500 or something uh, and then he had like a black coach and then yeah. he had a, a really big unit of a uh, grave guard like they're elite guys mm-hmm. like 35 or something mm. then he had three units of five ghouls like minimum core to just go around and hold <laughs> table quarters mm-hmm. uh, and then he had a white on a steed that was ethereal so you couldn't shoot him with anything but magic attacks uh, and then he had spirit hosts and a banshee, and okay. a banshee is just like a, like a. Is it a comp? Is it a combat hero or? No, he just flies around and screams. Just like a shriek, that <laughs> okay. it's like a flame template that oh, okay. you have to take a legion test or something. But also ethereal or hard to kill, I guess. Yes, yeah, yeah you, you can only kill her with magic. Mm. Uh, and do you or do my... you have magic weapons? My war machines, since they're runic, are magic weapons. Oh, okay. Well, so you had no problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, my first turn, I shot my catapult at her banshee and killed it outright. That was pretty oh. good. <laughs> uh, Kills the spirit host as well. Yeah. Uh, but after that, things didn't go that well. Uh, he moved forward. I tried to shoot some war machines. One of my catapults misfired. Couldn't shoot this turn or the next. Mm-hmm. Allowed this black coach to charge my rangers mm-hmm. that were fighting stubbornly for like five turns or something, but eventually oh. fled off the table. Oh shit! Against and, uh, his black coach. Oh, oh yeah. That, that was eventually helped by some ghouls. Mm-hmm. Uh, his spirit host just went forward, attacked my iron breakers. Didn't do anything. I think they killed one, and then they're they're like weapons killed two, and my iron breakers are weapons killed five. So they hit on fives. <laughs> And they're throwing three, and my iron breaker stuff is four, so they wound on fives as well. Oh. And then I have a two plus save. It's like, it's, it's like Gimli when he's like blowing away the ghosts. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so eventually they kill them. Mm-hmm. And uh, his zombie dragon tried to terrorbone my army and was very successful. It never happens because in succession. Mm-hmm. If you're within six inches of something that causes terror, you have to take a leech test or start fleeing. Mm-hmm. And he did it first at one of my warrior units, and they failed their leadership and started running. And then next turn, they failed a rally check on yeah. leadership 10 with a musician <sighs> and fled off the table. And they're completely unharmed before that. So he's, that was just a huge part yeah. of my army. That, yeah. But, and then he moved this uh, zombie dragon into the middle of my army. Just after my iron breakers had killed the spirit hosts, they're like, holy shit, a dragon. And they, they started fleeing <sighs> after taking one casualty. Yeah. And then his grave guard uh, charged my warriors in the middle 
and my warriors fled and his graveyard overran into my fleeing ironbreakers that fled off the table <laughs> and then i think my warriors also fled off the table and then i had like one chance to kill his vampire lord uh kill this dragon with a catapult oh. and then i had one shot to kill his vampire lord before everything was lost and then i would get some hundred points at least yeah. uh it guessed perfectly with the catapult hit wounded <sighs> He had Ooh. a magic item that gives him a 3 plus ward against shooting Ooh, attacks. Oh, shit. He failed his ward save. Uh-huh. And then I had to roll d6 wounds. He had four wounds, and I rolled oh. a two. Oh, shit. Oh, so close. Yeah. So that ended in a massacre for the vampire cans. Damn. Damn. Uh, so yeah, that's so... kind of cool that, that it worked. I thought they had to have, like, horde armies of zombies or something. Or yeah, yeah it, was, it was really cool to see, like, a, a totally different vampire cans army. Uh, yeah, he didn't have a lot of magic. He just had like his blood dragon vampire mm-hmm. was a a wizard could mm-hmm. heal stuff and maybe summon some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, in the third game, I was matched up against the other dwarf player. Okay, so it's the ultimate dwarf off. So uh, <laughs> he was playing the new book, and I was playing the old book. Oh, and I had yeah, a very traditional army with yeah. no gunpowder, and yeah. he had. Uh, some uh, thunderers, the riflemen, uh, a flame cannon, and a bolt thrower, I think, and an anvil of doom. Sounds pretty hard oh, for you to, I, to face. I mean, that sounds like something really good to kill dwarves with. Yeah. Oh, he also had a gyrocopter. But the thing when I was making my army was that uh, I have a lot of war machines to shoot, pretty mm-hmm. long range, and I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of close range shooting. I just got yeah. my rangers. Yeah. But if I'm up against another gun line or something that shoots, mm. uh, my stuff all shoots like... My bolt throwers shoot 48 inches and my stone throwers shoot 80 inches. Mm. So I definitely have the range advantage against other gun lines that used oh, to have okay. a bunch of missile infantry. Yeah. So, and then he was the one who had to advance against me because the flame cannon is only range 12 plus uh, an artillery dice. Okay. And then he had his thunders, but he didn't really have anything that could shoot me. Well, I could just stand back and lob stones at him <laughs> and massive bolts. Yeah. Uh, we both had miners as well. Uh, so I kind of deployed pretty castily mm-hmm. and started firing at him. Got some really good hits against his warriors and longbeards and just demolished him. And like in the first turn, he was like, oh, wait, I need to advance on you, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. do. <laughs> So he just started marching with his dwarves six inches per turn while I stood at the back and just demolished him at range. And on his second turn, his miners arrived on my flank and I I forgot to turn my guys around so they weren't facing that way. And then he was like, okay, now they arrived and then I will use the anvil power that can move a unit that allows them to charge. And I was like, holy shit, I forgot about this. So he had like a perfect flank charge against my iron breakers oh. that would later roll up my entire flank. Yeah. And then he had to roll the runic power on 2+, plus, and he rolled a 1. <laughs> <laughs> so he failed that, and that was like his only hope of winning that game. And then my iron breakers just turned around. He charged with his miners, but my iron breakers just chopped them down after a while. Oh. And his warriors and longmares advanced up the middle. Is taking horrendous artillery fire. <laughs> uh, my uh, stone thrower hit his longbeard unit, hit his mm-hmm. thane, and he had to do a lookout, sir. Mm-hmm. He failed it, but I failed to wound. 
and then the second turn I shot, uh, I hit him again, and mm-hmm. he fell another two plus lookouts. Oh god! And I killed him, and he was like a pretty tooled up thing as well. Uh, and on like the right flank, he advanced with the slayers and thunders. Uh, his thunders advanced uh, into range of my crossbowmen, and they shot mm-hmm. him. And then he was like, "Okay, my turn. I'm gonna shoot you." And I was like, "Oh no, no, no!" Uh, crossbows have range thirty, and uh, rifles only have range twenty-four. So mm. it's another advantage of being old school. So uh, he had. Oh, so he had to walk even further. Yeah. While well, I shot him again with the crossbows. Oh god. <laughs> And, and they are almost—they're almost as good, right? Is it like one less arbor against the? the Hang on, yeah, yeah, yeah. But both both are strength four, I think. Yes, I think actually in the, the six point five book, uh, dwarf handguns are plus one to hit at all ranges. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, in the first six book, they're plus one to hit at short range, mm-hmm. and in the, they're not moving fire at all in the first six book. And in the eighth oh, edition, shit. I think they're. You don't suffer minus one to hit for stand and shoot with them. Okay. Damn. So they keep changing shit around mm-hmm. with the dwarves all the yeah. time. Uh, so it's like, oh, a dwarf handgun is better than a man handgun, but, but in what way? It's yeah. changing. <laughs> and yeah. So yeah, and then his slayers came into range with my crossbow men and he started <laughs> firing at them. And then there was just one slayer left to charge my guys. Oh, he failed that... his attacks, and I chopped him down with great axes. Duh. Felt like one slayer might be enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> and in his middle, uh, he advanced, got totally butchered. Uh, I charged his remaining longbeards with a unit of warriors, mm-hmm. and I failed, actually, and got run down. But that was Ooh. the end of the game. So he did manage to kill a unit that had both, both runesmiths in it, actually. Yeah. So he did manage to kill some. But it was like, it was a very bitter victory for the dwarves. Like I, I proved that the, the earlier dwarf book was supreme. Yeah, and old, twice old school now. weaponry is supreme mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But it didn't <laughs> feel right killing dwarves. And like when you're a gunline and then you're facing something that is fast and like expects to face a gunline and try and charge you, but when you face something that is also expecting to just sit back and shoot something mm. and then have to advance across the entire table to be shot down. You feel uh, kind of bad, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Were they from a specific hold, his uh, his army? Mm, I don't think so. Like he had no. made his own, sort of. I don't know, really. Hmm? He's mainly a high-off player, though, so... Oh, okay. Serves him right. <laughs> <laughs> so was that uh, your final game for the event? Or yes. Was it like yeah, a... yeah. yeah. It's three games. How, how many people were there in all? Like... 12. Okay. There was supposed to be 16, but there were some dropouts at the end. Yeah. Was it held at like a gaming store or something? Or it was held at like basement? A, a conservative club. So, like, the, the conservative political party have like <laughs> okay. a club. So, there's like a huge painting of uh, Churchill uh, when you <laughs> went up the stairs. Uh, they had really, really nice conservative prices for beer. The beer was oh. like £3.20. Mm hmm. Uh, so it's a lot better than the London prices. <laughs> uh, so it's pretty nice. <laughs> uh, really good price for the event as well. Ten pounds, yeah. and they gave us pizza as well. So oh, that's perfect. Cool. Huh. Uh, yeah, and then at the end there was the award ceremony. Yeah. Uh, best sport went to the guy that I played first game. Uh, the the beastman. Oh yeah. 
Uh, and best painted went to my dwarves. Oh yeah! Damn! Show them what you got. Pretty Say. nice. Uh, yeah, so this is my, my second Warhammer Fantasy Army. This got awarded Best Painted. Yeah, oh, you got yeah. something going on there, for sure. Yeah, and uh, then they were announced the winners. Third place went to uh, Joseph, the, the guy I played with before, the Empire oh, yeah. player. Yeah. And second place went to me. Oh. Can you believe it? Damn, well, with that first victory, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a massacre, a loss, and a solid victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the winner was the Vampire Counts player that I faced. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it seems like there's only, like, four people at this event, because I only mentioned four people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So that's good. sure there were some others. So this is just, like, a totally alternative universe, because in 30k, mm-hmm. I, I have my Iron Hands, and they're decent, but they're nowhere near, like, best painted standard at any heresy event. <laughs> and uh, well, they I were have... from before you took yeah, all the like the courses, like the airbrush courses and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're there's iron hands though. There's black huh. and metal. Yeah. There's yeah. only so much you can do. Like so mm. nice painting fantasy that there's just so much different stuff going on on each guy. Mm-hmm. Like a dwarf has like boots and pants and like a leather jerky and, and some armor and gloves and a helmet. Yeah. There's just so many different things to paint. Yeah. And it like I'm not a master artisan. I just paint three colors per color. That's like my mantra. Mm-hmm. Just just thoroughly base, base wash highlights sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just base wash highlight on every color on each model and just stubbornly doing that for an army. And yeah. then you just get a nice looking army then. I think that's the key that your armies look so un- like it's such a nice uniformity to them. They just like oh, you instantly see like oh, look these guys, they stick yeah. together. Yeah, you just, <laughs> that's what I do. You just paint twenty at a time. The mm-hmm. power through them, uh, nothing fancy. You stick to the program and mm-hmm. have a nice army. Then, well, I mean, compared to uh, because uh, we've been to a lot of thirty uh, k events and uh, you see very high standards to the painting, and because people really love it, was it? Did you see sort of the same for the fantasy setting here? Were there a lot of nice painted ones? 30k is really like a uh, a game apart from any other game. Like the, okay, the the painting standard and community in 30k is unbeatable. Mm. Like it's just phenomenal. Yeah. So there's there are some unpainted stuff here. Actually, the the second place guy mm-hmm. uh, got some minus points because he hadn't based his entire army. <gasps> So I got second place because someone else didn't uh, base all of his stuff. So was, mm-hmm. I think it's good in the end to just have a reminder to people to yeah. finish their stuff. Yeah. But no no hard uh, demands on like fully painted armies then? No, there there, there was a demand to have painted army. Oh, like okay. So yeah, I think some guys had like a couple of unpainted models and they got minus points. So mm. that's yeah, fair. That's good. Yeah. Huh. But congratulations uh, again, damn. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so now, are, do you feel, that's the, your th- sort of thing, like you make an army, play it, win some, you win the <laughs> best painted. So you're going to do a new army now after your dwarves, or do you want to give uh, them a go? Uh, Keep... Yeah, I need to play more Kislev. It feels, mm. re- it feels really bad to to not play Kislev, because it's such an, uh, an awesome army. 
so there's an event, uh, a tournament in March that I'm mm. planning on bringing Kislev to. Oh, nice. Uh, so yeah, I really want to just kind of bounce between these two armies until I really get inspired to do something. And they're sort of, uh, yeah. <laughs> which I will probably get inspired to do uh, after our break. We'll oh, talk we, through the armies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's good because they're sort of like polar opposites to armies. You have one yeah, super definitely. mobile and one more uh, gun-lined, sort of. Yeah, so that's also what I'm thinking, like, if I'm going to do a new army. Like, mm. both the theme of the army needs to be cool, but it also needs to be, like, a totally different playstyle from mm. my two other armies. So, so like maybe a, a magic, magic heavy army would be. Because oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> neither the dwarves or Kislev really has a lot of magic. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, right. So you've also been up to some gaming. Yes. Uh, I, I was sort of like, we, since we made this uh, beautiful board at work, the, the, the fantasy board to play on, uh, and then we've been slowly, yeah, everyone's sort of been working on their own things. Um, I'm currently working on my giant, uh, mm-hmm. currently painting his ass crack here, or his, <laughs> his thong or whatever he's got. It's like disturbingly detailed in the, in the butt <laughs> section. Uh, it's sort of fun because his pants and his uh, undies are just like this patchwork and it's like, oh, which color goes where? Hmm, some yellow yeah. there, some black there. It's kind of nice. It's, I think it's going to fit in quite well with the rest of my army now with the colors I'm adding. Uh, nice. I think it's good. But it takes so much time. I was like, oh, it's just one model. I mean, yeah, sure. And, and then most of it is just skin and that would be pretty quick. But it's just so so much different fabric. It's like, oh, here's here's wood on the club and then barrel here yeah and this is fabric and then there's hair here hair yeah. here and uh, oh, yeah a lot of things um but slowly but surely i mean now it's pretty good now that i painted the pants and the undies i think it's gonna be it's mainly well i got the damn cow and goat <laughs> left to paint nice. god damn okay uh so but so the, that's mainly the, the hobby the, i've been doing are, are, are you hyped for painting like are you yeah it's still is... it's still really fun uh, yeah, nice. The problem is that I keep glancing over and I see like, oh, I have this leopard company standing here on the table, uh, and I have these uh, nice birdmen flying around over here. Yeah. And then yeah, I have these, I have these ogres that I would like to play, paint, and I have, you know, I I should definitely have more pikemen and more crossbow. Oh, that's, that's that's good the, though. It's like nice that you have yeah. like, like oh yeah, I need to finish this so I can paint something else. Like it's yeah, it's worse than it's like you look over and like oh shit, I have. So uh, much off, more to paint. Yeah. After this, it will be. <laughs> I think it's really nice with your army because everything is so different. Like yeah. the, the leopard camera will be totally different from painting a giant, and then mm. the birdman will be really fun because there's not a lot of them. There's like eight of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they'll be and it, fairly fast, but a lot of yeah, fun think, to paint, I think. Because it's mainly just the big wings, and I think they will just be. I, I think I will just base them with. Um, I bought this, uh, well, one of the new. Contrast uh, yeah. sprays. So I think I'll just do that and wash. Yeah, that for the white surface. Uh, yeah, and then the ogres are really different to that yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's, um, mm, nice. Yeah. Just sit cool. down in the evenings and put some <laughs> paints on. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you could just do a little bit at a time. Um, but um, yeah, so we just decided like, oh, goddammit, it, we just need to Christian Christian this board. Is that what you're saying, right? Like you baptize it. Like, yeah, and in the evening, <laughs> dip it in water. Exactly, <laughs> just pour champagne over it. Oh, 
<laughs> cool effect. Uh, so I'm, I was just like, well, everyone just bring whatever you have uh, painted uh, mainly, uh, but you know, or, or that's half, half painted or whatever you just, just uh, we'll, we'll try, just try out the rules because um, I've just played one game before uh, with one of the guys there. So uh, yeah, let's just get a feel for it. So, so two others joined. So it was Oscar with his wood elves. Uh, and then there was Danny with his uh, dark elves. So two fucking elves. My <laughs> poor, poor mercenaries. Um, and uh, we set up the board. We just did uh, four of the tiles. Because I thought, like, I'd make it more bloody. And I-, I guess we didn't have that much points per side. So it would be... I think we roughly had 700 points each. And we played 8th edition. Um, so, uh, and then we just... Uh, I-, I mean, we really winged it. We were like... I mean, because victory conditions didn't really matter it was more like well we roughly set up like two of us in 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 corners and then there was a hill like sort of in the opposite so it's like a triangle triangular deployment yeah. roughly the same distance from each other uh and before each turn we we decided to, like we rolled dice to see who goes first so we had like a turn order one two three and then that could change so you could like be the last one turn one and then be the first one to turn two so you effectively like had two turns after so, each other or yeah. something you're you're basically playing Triumph and treachery. You should probably. really. We should, should probably. Really, you should get that. You, you yeah, should yeah. Just go online and buy that because that's a really yeah. good supplement for eighth edition. It's yeah. It's exactly what you guys are playing, but in a really nice way, and it's it's pretty simple. Mm. And I like. I think I've heard because they, you have like secret objectives and stuff there, right? So you can win by being like, "Hmm, I just need to backstab you now, or I need to, you know, do an yeah, alliance." Yeah, and you 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 like collecting coins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would work nice for your Dark Souls War as well. Mm. So you're collecting points and then you can spend yeah. points to have abilities or you just collect them to win. Yeah. It's, it's really a neat system. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe you should play some more games before you yeah. try it out, but it's not Th- very complicated. So I think it's it would be work nice for what you're playing though. Yeah, because it might we might end up doing a lot of like multiplayer. <laughs> well, not just yeah. one by one versus one or. Uh so but just since we didn't have that much, I can just say that I mean, so the armies were kind of uh, like um, close to each other like uh, we each had a, a wizard I had my level 1 shadow wizard uh, and I had pikemen 20 pikemen I had 17 uh, paymasters bodyguard they are like halberd unit uh, and the paymaster in there with his pistols uh, I had my knights 6 knights uh, painted with, uh, with lances and uh, 12 crossbowmen I think that's all I had and then the Dark Elves, he also had like Dark Shards, so some crossbows. He had some spears, Dread Spears. He had some uh, Cold One uh, Knights with the mm. lances. <laughs> really cool. The old ones, of course, the old Godzilla oh. ones. Oh uh, my god. <laughs> Do you remember and, like, when Godzilla yeah. was out and you had like those finger toys that you put a Godzilla on your finger? Oh, no, like, I don't know. Yeah. But, but there were always these Godzilla uh, toys in the toy store where you just pressed and you had this guy. <laughs> You always heard yeah. that that scream when everywhere in the toy store. You're always like a good sailor somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, they look but, exactly uh, like it. So good. Yeah, so he he was like he had the fewest uh, units, sort of, and like yeah, um, or he, and uh, so we thought that he had uh, the least amount of points. So we'd let his sorceress be level two, uh, yeah. and then uh, Oscar with his wood elves had a spell singer, so also sor- a sorceress, sort of, uh, but level one, uh, eternal guard. And um, uh, some uh, Glade Guard. I think 20 Glade Guard. 
and 20 eternal blade guard, guard are the the bowmen and yeah, yeah eternal exactly. guard are the spearmen yes yes and then he had five uh, way watchers like some scout skirmishers oh yeah those guys uh, how do really you, uh, how do the eternal guard work uh, uh, they're just their weapon skill five, I think, or so. Or they have four, more attacks or something, because they? they have like mm-hmm. uh, kind of have like a, a double bladed staffs, don't they? Like they have. No, I think it's just one. I think they just have spears and shields actually, but they're higher weapon skill and they are. I mean, they're just like diff- the the way the whole the guys who hold the line sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. But their spears are armor piercing, so I think strength oh, armor cool. piercing, uh, which was nasty. Um, Everyone but... needs a special rule in eighth edition. Yeah, yeah, it's so much, <laughs> so much. As it was kind of tough because I was the only one who sort of knew the rules, um, and only sort of. Um, but um, yeah, we started off uh, in the, and I was sort of like, so really hard to know what to do. Uh, so I just sort of spread out. So I sent my pikemen and my. Uh, uh, halberds sort of towards the dark elves uh, and the knights were in the middle also uh, and then I sent my crossbows up uh, a, up a hill with my uh, wizard and on the other side of that hill the wood elves were advancing with eternal guard and the, the damn uh, uh, way watchers and the, mm-hmm. the, the way watchers they could they, they only like they fired five shots but they are like ballistic skill five or something and they can yeah. choose they are hawkeyed so they can ignore armor so my you know my two plus cavalry were super scared of them and also the the this cavalry the cold one knights were sniped out by those goddamn Damn. goddamn snipers yeah they were they were scary uh so i was sort of yeah in a way like the, the elves were a bit more defensive and i was advancing on both of them kind of stupid uh <laughs> uh uh, and on one side, my pikemen were slowly getting whittled down by the dark elf crossbows, um, and on the other side, my crossbows <laughs> and my so yeah, like yeah, like uh, you're humans from like yeah. Italy. They're yeah. standing there like crossbows, just advancing of spears, and then you you're facing like super beings that on one side have like repeater crossbows, and you start yeah, and then you have like. Super fucking hawk-eyed dinosaur riders, just, yeah, <laughs> just ignoring everything and just shooting that. Holy, yeah, that, but I kind of like how grim. shooting works. I I like how shooting works because uh, you know, in the long range, you just feel like ah, shooting doesn't do much because there's so many mi- uh, penalties for like ah, oh, you're, you know, you oh, you moved or this, they're far away and there's cover in between, you know. So it's like ah, oh, but shooting doesn't kill that much. But then you get close and you, they suddenly fire at you, and then they do a move and sh- uh, or stand and shoot or something when you charge them. It's like oh god damn it, <laughs> so many dead. Um, so I think I need some more ranged, either some artillery or just more crossbows myself to sort of like whittle them down or yeah. put some pressure on them to move. It's it's like a shooting is not really for killing units. It's just to whittle stuff down. Oh yeah, so they're either softer. before you get charged or before you charge them. Yeah, just but the, get rid I think, of rank bonuses and shit like that. <laughs> the thing we liked uh, most of all, I think, was the magic because uh, it was hilarious with all the like, oh, many dice should I roll? Uh, and you know, yeah, <laughs> we, well, it's like a, roll, a mini game. In the yeah, game. if you roll two or more sixes, you know, you'll get uh, uh, something bad will happen. You know, and someone has like, oh, I have eight dice. Well, I'll I'll put one dice away then and roll seven instead. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, now you're playing it safe. Uh, so of course we we all just kept rolling all the dice we had and uh, got a lot of mishaps. So the 
like the sorceress uh, she she got really stupid and lost uh, the ability to do spells she was like oh i forgot <laughs> the hell how do how do they work um and my wizard he was sucked into the warp <laughs> he just <laughs> oh fuck but fortunately he had left the unit before uh he left the crossbows because he was with them before and then the crossbows were getting really close to the, the where the spears were advancing on them so i was like oh time to leave this unit <laughs> um so when when i when the wizard had this uh big template with the uh, strength 10 explosion he fortunately didn't kill any of my crossbows but then <laughs> poor nice. Umber- umberto was uh, sucked <laughs> into the warp or something uh, and the crossbows, well, they stood their ground and they fired at the, the damn spears and killed quite a lot when they were charging them. And they actually held in combat, which was really weird. Uh, but then they were, were, were killed after that. <laughs> and uh, the damn spellsinger had this regeneration spell from the lore of life or something. Mm-hmm. So the spearman just kept coming back. I mean, he, he brought back three or something every turn and we, I never killed that many. Uh, mm-hmm. So there was kind of, so by this point, it was sort of, sort of like looking at, okay, um, me and uh, Danny were like, oh, fuck, we got to take down these wood elves because they're hell of dangerous. Just keep healing. So a pact was formed and we suddenly the dino riders joined up with, this, with the pikemen and we started advancing on him and <laughs> on the wood elves. Uh, a temporary uh, truce. Uh, but um, I made some other tactical blunders. I, I charged my, my cavalry headlong into the glade guard because it looked kind of cool, I thought. Uh, and you know some were taken down by arrows, but I got in and I killed more than him. But then, of course, you know, well, combat resolution I still lost because he had more ranks and all of these things. Uh, mm. So uh, the damn horses ran into the forest with a with the wood elves were the, the glade guard killed some, and then they they were overrun when they ran away, dragged down, yep. knifed by the elves. Uh, oh. I just want like a point on magic. Mm. That's like. One of the things I like in 8th edition, though, like the, the magic system, you roll how many dice you get. Yeah. There's like a wind of magic. And yeah. also the miscast table is brutal. Oh, yeah. The miscast table in 6th edition is super lame. It's like uh-huh. most of the results are just like, you can't, you can't cast any more spells this turn, and oh. that's it. Okay. It's like, well, what the hell? I want like a, a demon to fucking possess yeah. this guy and just explode <laughs> or something. It makes it so hilarious. Uh, after this game, I, I want a lot more wizards because I, I thought like, oh, we'll, we'll start with the one level one wizard. But then it's like, well, you have one spell and you get all these dice, but you, okay, should, should I use them all for this spell? I mean, oh. if you had more spells, you could be more like tactical. Like, I, I'll put three on this and four on you that. Should, uh, you should uh, do something with the Merto, maybe paint yeah. his eyes uh, red or something and just have mm-hmm. him like, he came back from the warp. Yeah. He's a level four wizard. <laughs> Definitely, like he's seen some shit. Yeah, I definitely want to to bring him up, uh, but now I kind of want to paint like a, a, lo- a lore of metal and maybe lore of heavens also or something to add. It'd be cool. Definitely metal. I love metal. Uh, yeah. So some yeah, good but, spells in there as well. Yeah, but the poor. Well, we basically advanced on the wood elves and they just shot us down with their damn arrows. Um, made some charges off, but in the end, well, I I did one tactical blunder because I charged with my bodyguard and. Uh, uh, well, the 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 paymaster, uh, and uh, every all of his bodyguards were killed when uh, taking the the arrows. But he made it into combat. Actually, d- um, did more wounds again. But then, and, and we were like, "Oh, so you lose actually?" And then, yeah, I think actually he lost uh, because he ca- the the uh, paymaster counts as the BSB, the Battle Standard yeah, yeah. Bearer. So you get extra po- uh, points for that and everything. So I won combat. 
and he had to roll leadership and he lost but i took into account like will we we took the like minus will you have minus your leadership because i did i won by this but he had more rank so he was steadfast so we yeah. forgot so i was like oh shit there's something about the steadfast rule and then we remember that so so we didn't yeah well in the end I got lost. I was I got killed first, and then the <sighs> dark, dark elves dark elves followed. Oh, shit, right. I, I mean, no, but I, well, I think it kind of makes sense because he had like sixteen glade guard, and I had one guy there with two uh, two pistols, though. So kind of crazy, like yeehaw! But <laughs> I mean, that he would just run run them down seemed a bit weird. So I kind of I understand. Um, so yeah, wood elf victory, uh, and we were all after like, oh shit, so many rules, oh, and they, I mean. Now they also got interested in, in reading them, so they <laughs> they know they know if I'm cheating or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's it's really fun. I, I think everyone was all afterwards like, "Oh shit, I need to get more of this, and I need to I need to paint this now." And so yeah, just as I hoped, <laughs> nice. Uh, and I felt like, "Oh, what, what? I need something to take out those goddamn the, the damn arrows." But um, I don't know. A giant will probably shake up things a bit, at least. We'll see. Yeah, I, think I, I, I don't know what what's in the uh, the army project book. Uh, she she looked into getting stuff. like a like a halfling uh, hotpot. Would that interest you? <laughs> Maybe, but they they did put in in the army project uh, book. They have uh, ballista, like a big uh, big uh, yeah, just a bolt thrower, I think. Uh, yeah. And they can take smaller ones that are called scorpions. Which are really cool. Oh, cool! So they are like a bolt thrower, but strength five instead of seven. Is it something mm-hmm. like that? I don't know. I don't know. It's something like that. So weaker, but they I think I don't know. I don't think they fire more shots, but you can have three of them in like a little battery or something. Oh, cool! Which would look very cool, I think. So I think that they that would fit with my with the theme also. Yeah, yeah, that's more great. more bigger crossbows for everyone. <laughs> uh, so um, and and they sell them at Warlord Games for like uh, you know this uh, uh, Rome Roman Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they look perfect. I think they, will, awesome. they were probably the, the models intended for this. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's also something I would like to do. <sighs> uh, so, but, so yeah. what, what are the, the, the birdmen? What, what did their crossbows count as in uh, the Army Project book? Uh, I can't remember because they're actually... In the Army Projects, they, they separated it. So you have like the, a Dogs of War book that is basically Tilia. Tilia? Yeah. Tilia? Yeah. Well, the ones, the ones I'm playing. And then they, you still have a separate one with the regiments of renown, so they are in that one mm. uh, because any army can still take those dogs of war, sort of. That's the okay, just just like they were before. But th- that means that I can, of course, also take them. Uh, but I can't remember if they are just if they are because, um, uh, like I can take light cavalry with uh, with light crossbows, which I think have lower like crossbows with a 18 inch range or something like that. So, I mean, it would make sense that they had those, I guess, or something. Yeah. Like a lighter crossbow, or maybe they're just. I guess they can't have move or fire that because then <laughs> then they would never get to fire. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, but uh, awesome. but yeah, I think we all yeah it was really fun to play a game, uh, and there's so much because uh, well first of all it's hard because I I the rules I sort of know the rules but I don't know the rules because I I keep thinking about thirty k so I I got stuck mm. with things like well I charged you do I get ex- an extra attack now <laughs> yeah. on all my guys. And I guess yeah. not. You just get the plus one bonus, right? For uh, yeah. at least hatred and stubborn, uh, is the same. 
They're oh, like okay. the two rules that are the same <laughs> in these books. But I feel like well, a lot of them, I, I think, are, are okay. But it's still, like, small things like that. And just still, the movement is uh, still my biggest, like, how to measure with all this wheeling and stuff. I feel like it's yeah. really complicated. Uh, do you have any good tips? Like, do you use these, like, measuring sticks that you bend or something? Or are you more like, I pivot like this, or, you know, I wheel like that, that's sort of two inches wheel for, and then first uh, of all remember uh, swift reform in eighth edition mm-hmm. yeah you, with a musician or something right you pass leadership yeah. and then you can reform and then move and sh- or shoot yeah so then you can just stuff. like pivot on the spot and mm-hmm. just move where you want to but then when you're wheeling i just like put your finger on the corner that you want to wheel around mm-hmm. and then just measure from the other corner uh, like diagonally. Mm. So if you're holding your left hand and then you're writing from uh, measuring from the right corner, mm-hmm. just measure from there diagonally to left, just one inch at a time. Yeah, and just pivot one inch and then move the measurement forward and pivot again one inch. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and and also, I mean, if you're playing a friendly game, you're you're like, well, that's sort of two inches there. Okay, yeah, and then blah blah blah. So we were kind of. Uh, but it, but it's so hard to maneuver these things, and I kept putting things in the way. And I, I <laughs> cavalry, of course, should have just charged in the flanks when something else had charged the front or something, you know. So I have to get into this a bit more. Um, but uh, yeah, it takes some getting used to with these mm. like block formations that you can't just move mm. around freely. Yeah, but I, I'm happy that everyone liked it at least. So that they will keep painting more of these models. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's that. So should we go to a musical break and then come yes. back and get excited for for more fantasy?
we're back. Okay, so how are we gonna do this? We're like the idea is to go through the, the all the, the the armies of uh, fantasy. Yeah, and just talk, uh, talk cool themes and uh, cool units and how cool mm-hmm. everything is. Pretty yeah, much. How likely we are to to play them or something? Yeah, how should uh, we measure this? Like, uh, all depend on the 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 faction. Like one out of the five uh, beards or. Uh, eight or out like of a, uh, nine. Uh, it's chaos one <laughs> hides or something. Uh, uh, a yay or nay? <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let's get into it. I got a list here from Wikipedia: oh, races perfect. and nations of Warhammer Fantasy. Oh, I looked through that before. Also, I was like, yeah, <laughs> gotta make sure I don't seem ignorant here. Uh, right, so, so first of all, is realms of men. Oh yeah, let's so, start with something we know. We know. Damn so humans. in eighth edition, there's officially only two races of men. Oh, well, in sixth edition, there's four realms of but, men. Yes, but don't forget the uh, armies project there. I think I'm not sure. Do they still have rules for Kislev there and stuff? Uh, yes. Um, yeah, they have Kislev and they have uh, maybe even uh, more Nippon. Princess, they have Cathay. They have Nippon. They have Kingdoms of Ind. Garol, oh. baby. Uh, so much to choose from. T- t- yeah. t- t- Tilia and uh, Estalia, I think, as two separate ones. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, so definitely, like, if you play it edition, you should play, definitely use army projects for anything. Yeah. I think they, they have, like, an updated book for Bretonia as well. I think they oh. have an updated book for Dwarves as well, for that matter. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, these last three years before the new edition, everyone <laughs> sh- should just be open to army projects lists because they're yeah. awesome. Uh, awesome. I, speaking of that, I really hope that he would, like, if they release a new edition and they don't include some of the races, that he would just update them. That'd yeah. Be cool. Yeah. But I think uh, for this segment, we should just talk about the four. Yes. The, the old world four. <laughs> so let's start from north to south. Kislev. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thought, you were, thought you were gonna be like Norska. Ah, <laughs> there, there. We'll take him later. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a kiss of army. Yeah, I love him. the The background is so cool. There's a lot of background about him as well. Like if you really delve into it, and they're mm. mentioned in a lot of army books. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's kind of weird that they disappeared in, in in one way, I guess. But it's all, and also since they actually had an army. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. like they, there were too many humans, and there's already like a horse. Human faction, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it's also funny that like they're pretty like people don't know a, know a lot about Kislev. Like a lot of people just think that they're like part of the empire first of mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. and uh, think that they're just like yeah, pretty barbaric. But it's, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of background about them. They're mm-hmm. very cool, uh, like the north. North and south of the Linsk is there like a really big uh, divide about them. Like if you live on the okay. south side, there's more of a, like a civilized part of the Kislev, and the north oh. side is where the the bare-chested Ungol horse archer riders <laughs> ride around. Oh yeah, it's like the si- Siberian version or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like the they're like the uh, Cossacks. Oh yeah, uh, and if you would like flip around like Poland, Russia, and Ukraine. Mm. And mm-hmm. Ukraine would be to the north. It's this oh, open yeah. plain. That's where they will live. Yeah. 
Are they really Wait. cool? Are, are the winged hussars favorite units? Uh, or is it like more the bear men or something like that? The the Griffin Legion are my favorite unit. Oh, for Griffin! Sure. Le- oh, so they. Oh, sorry. Winged hussars are an actual uh, historical thing, right? <laughs> the... Yeah. So they they're based on the Polish winged hussars. Yeah, yeah. And the winged hussars like they had those wings, and they also had like the the leopard cape. Uh, yeah, and they're pretty badass. Yep. Uh, they kind of stuck to them for too long, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, when other armies were moving on to just massed firepower, they were still <laughs> into charging people down. <laughs> it's really cool. cool as well. Like the uh, when Sweden invaded Poland in the 1600s, known mm-hmm. in Poland as the 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 flood of sins, <laughs> uh, known in Sweden as Charles the Eleventh Crusade in Poland. <laughs> uh, there's like a three-day battle for Warsaw, and the Poles had like almost exclusively cavalry, and they had a bunch of lancers, and they had like Tartars that are like Mongolian descendants. They're mm-hmm. riding around uh, shooting arrows, and the Swedish army had just a bunch of guys with muskets, and it shot everything down. <laughs> that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, not for the guys being shot down, but I mean, it's, <laughs> cinematically, it's kind of cool. The old yeah. versus the new. It's like it's for like sure. a the last samurai movie, but uh, in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would I would totally play Kislev ten out of and ten you... <laughs> polar bears. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the only thing, yeah, I like the I like the theme of the army. I feel like they're a bit limited in like there's sort of like. One way, well, one way. It seems like a bit limited in the way you play them, or like that they're they should be cavalry based, sort of. Or I don't know. Yeah, um, uh, in eighth edition in the army projects, you could definitely build some more infantry because in sixth edition you only have one infantry unit, mm-hmm. but in eighth edition they probably have some more. Yeah, uh, yeah, they definitely have some more. Now that I think of it, so they have like the Streltsy that are. Uh, they they have both halberds and muskets. Oh, that's cool. So it's pretty bad. So that's based on the 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 people from Moscow and fifteen hundreds. Oh. I think had like they had halberds and muskets, and then they used the halberds to lean their big muskets on when they were firing. Oh, so... That's, that's, that's pretty so cool. badass. <laughs> yeah. So... Oh, they're 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 really nice, but I don't think I would. I don't think I would play them. Uh, mm-hmm. so... yeah. Are you are you uh, anti-Russian? <laughs> Shit, get them Warhammer. That's the problem with Age of Sigmar is so much easier, not basing it off any culture. You can't <laughs> offend anyone. <laughs> no, but uh, I think like it, that, that they just have fewer choices. Like uh, it seems a bit limited in uh, uh, in what you can bring. That's that's, that's all I say. Yeah, what they do have is badass, though. But yep. let's move on uh, mm-hmm. south to the Empire. The main faction oh, yeah. of the world. If mm. there was ever like a space marine faction in fantasy, this mm. is it. They're they're the main good guys. Yeah, and it seems like most of the stories are like it's all from their perspective. These are the the normal humans, sort of. <laughs> yeah. So they're uh, just based on the Holy Roman Empire. Yes. Which is just a confederation of a bunch of German states mm. uh, in. Well, it was from like Middle Ages till 1800. I think Napoleon actually 
finally dissolved the Holy Roman Empire, oh, finally. Okay. But it was just I, like a bunch of small hamlets and kingdoms and shit with dukes and yeah. uh, archdukes and uh, princes and shit that were under one emperor. And I love the, the, the mix of, you know, you have oh, there's bows and there's crossbows, but you also have the, the black powder coming into the picture and everything. Uh, yeah, it's a really stunning, really cool look. Cool hats. <laughs> yeah, it's such Heavy a diverse armor, cool army as well. Like you, you can have so mm. many themes because the, like there's the different uh, uh, what are they called provinces, the yeah states, states. Yeah, that's what they call. So yeah, like different color schemes for different states, but you could also have different mm. color schemes for different noble families and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, and the states are different. Like you have the the Nordlanders, the yellow and blue, which just mm. fight chaos all the time. And you have like Middleland, which is uh, heavy Ulrich believers, mm. with a bunch of wolves and just madmen. And then you have like Nome, mm. which is the, the city of gunpowder. Oh, yeah. You just have endless yeah. gunpowder. Mm. And the uh, Ostland, which is like really poor. You would have more just bowmen and crossbowmen and just older <laughs> equipment in general. <laughs> There's just endless theme, not to mention just the the knightly orders. Oh yeah, you don't don't, some... don't forget the the, the best province uh, in the empire, Sylvania. Oh yeah, these <laughs> uh, uh, nothing part of weird. Uh, I don't know if it's part of Talabeklan or uh, oh, okay. some other state, but they're like they don't want to touch it. They uh. only if they like really really need money. They will ride in there with an armed guard and tax the population. Otherwise, they'll just leave it. It's, it's just cursed. <laughs> it's cool. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, as you said, and, and the, um, that you could take like they have tons of artillery to choose from. They have cool cavalry to choose from. Monsters, wizards. Yeah, yeah. It, There's a lot of the everything. most diverse army, I would yeah. say. Yeah, and the detachment rules are super cool as well. Mm. So you, you have like a big main unit and then they're flanked by two smaller units and they can mm. interact with the main unit. So if the main unit gets charged, they can stand and fire oh. or they can counter charge and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's really just cool. like, really fits the theme of just lots of weak humans working together to defeat yeah. a mightier foe. Yeah, I like it. I love it. I mean, uh, I wouldn't mind. Getting an Empire it's, Army? The only thing is it seems a bit close to oh. dogs. Yeah, yeah. No, I said that. Yeah, it just seems a bit close to the dogs of war. I mean, it's still humans, yeah. and but it, it, it's completely different units. So I don't know. I think it's just like, oh, maybe I should do another race than humans. That's yeah. the only reason I wouldn't do it. But uh, and then, the, as you said, like, oh, there's so many cool. Like, which province would you go for uh, if you made them? I think either Nordland a... or Ostland. Mm-hmm. They they would be very different armies. Nordland would just be like based sort of Swedes in the Thirty Year War. Mm-hmm. So have a bunch of hand gunners and uh, the pikemen, mm-hmm. and then the Oslan, I would have just a bunch of archers, just skirmishing archers, oh. just fuck around with the enemy. Yeah, I think. Well, if I hadn't done this army, I would do Everland because I'm weak for yellow and black, obviously. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good scheme. But I think probably I would go for Nuln or something because I, I've been intentionally uh, avoiding any gunpowder. For this army, yeah. it's more like crossbows, ballistas, uh, the, because they should seem different from the empire than the empire. I would probably do like just handguns and uh, yeah. 
Canada. Yeah, you say that'd be really cool. If you you're into Everland, there's an Instagram account called Real Everlander. Ooh, is a really good Instagram account. Post really cool black and yellow empire guys. Yeah, nice shout out. And my my favorite unit, I would say, would be the Demigriff Knights, though. I just there's something about them I just love oh that. Uh, that is my least favorite unit in the oh, what? what? I hate what? them. Fucking chicken knights. Like they're they're the worst. And they also they oh. used to, like slaughtered them in into eighth edition. It was like, oh well everyone needs monstrous cavalry now. <laughs> and these totally made the knights obsolete. Like why would you have knights when you can have chicken knights? No, but it's like cool. You would just have fewer of them. Like they're they're so elite or something, and you could right. have some others. I don't know. I like the model. I think they look really cool. Uh, Halberdiers, man, they're mm. the backbone of the empire. Ah, oh, that's your favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. For All right, shout. moving swiftly along. We got to burn through a lot of races here. Uh oh, yeah. How how likely would you play them? Bretonia, uh, high. I would say pretty high likelihood. I would say yay. Would you say seven out of nine great cannons? <laughs> yes, it's something like that. Not nine out of nine, but uh, seven or something. <laughs> yeah, probably me as well. Yeah. I also have a Kiss of Army already, so I already have humans, but there are mm-hmm. so many different themes in that part, mm-hmm. so it's just yeah. endless. Mm-hmm. All right, Bretonia. Oh? The Holy Knights. Sort of like fre- very French. Yeah, French and English, like Hundred Year War yeah. theme. Mm. Heavy, heavy cavalry, mm. and and shitty peasants. It's like yeah, have, it's elite <laughs> and 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 chaff. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I don't know. Like for me, they seem like I don't know. I, I've had a problem with them that they seem not fantasy enough. That they seem too normal, in a way. Because I think they have, I guess they have like Pegasus and some uh, Hippogriff Knights or something like that. Yeah. But other than that, they just seem pretty normal. They just seem like pretty like, oh, just saying. I mean, of course, you could say the same, I guess, about the Empire. But they still, I don't know, the color schemes and everything. I think the Empire still look like, well, they are actually like a fantasy Holy Roman army. Whereas the Bretonia are just the same as they were. Yeah, you know, and they're like spellcasters are not really very magically infused. They're just like uh, ladies, what? Yeah, like yeah, pi- pious ladies. Yeah, and yeah, the Pegasus knights are cool, uh, and they do have like the blessing of the lady. They all have like magical saves and stuff like that. But yeah, you're right. It's mm-hmm. not really they're not really fantasy. But then again, mm-hmm. they are like the base fantasy. Uh, faction because yeah like yeah fairy it's tales just... of like yeah, yeah, yeah. knights rushing down dragons and shit yeah i know it's really it's really weird right the, because they they on paper they seem like the most fantasy and yet they feel the least I, for me they feel like they don't really fit in the world maybe that is because they don't seem grim enough it's not grim dark enough whereas everything else is really grim yeah. and then these come around like is there a dragon somewhere I might charge with my lance <laughs> yeah uh, really like, like, if you read into your fluff they are like super it's super cool because uh, mm. the, the knights themselves like they're so high and mighty and mm. like they're all beautiful and they're all like great warriors and they're so great and then the peasants are like so shit like they all have <laughs> 20 warts on their faces and they're just like living in shit huts 
And like <laughs> the, the thing with the taxes in medieval ages, like you have to pay your the tenth of what you make in tax. Yeah. They have yeah. like the opposite, so you have to pay nine out of tens in tax oh, and keep the tenth. So it's just like okay, so it is not that the worst. It's pretty grim. Yeah, yeah. and like all, all the the noble guys just have feast dinners every evening. It's just like yeah. fantasy to the max. Like yeah. if you really read into it, but yeah, as you say, they they are pretty. Well, that, pretty that would be a that would be a pretty cool army if you had like maybe not that many knights and you just, just like mainly you had a lot of just really poor uh poor humans and then if you i like i like the idea about you know that you can have an a group of knights and they all have their personal heraldry and stuff that's kind of cool they look really they can look really sweet with that yeah um so oh, uh oh how many jousting lances mm, very low for me like um one out of five yeah i would say the same if i didn't have kislev already and the chances would be a lot higher. I think this yeah. would be a, a lot of fun to play as well. Mm-hmm. It would look really cool. And mm-hmm. uh, it would be, as you say, nice to do the heraldry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm much more likely to do an Empire Army because you just have more choices. Because you're kind of yeah. limited to what you can do with Bretonia. Mm. Yeah, it has, it's sort of so reliant on cavalry, I guess. Yeah. Um. All right. And a trebuchet. Who wants a trebuchet when you can have a great cannon? <laughs> so let's move south uh, dogs of war and tilea i think we should just put them into to one yeah yeah, yeah. because the, originally the that's what they were yeah the italy, italy of the whole I, uh, world aye aye ay, mamma mia i uh, really like this army so yeah it's also really <laughs> because cool it's just like rough. a mix mix of different races and shit yeah so actually like an empire in fifth edition you mm-hmm. had halflings and ogres, and Kisso was also part of it. Oh. So you had a, a, a wider variety. Yeah. But, but then they kind of made that into Dogs of War, so they got the ogres and halflings and stuff. Ventilia mm. uh, in the world, in Italy, like, they're also different city-states. Mm-hmm. They're not states like in the Empire. There's like cities, powerful cities that have mm. areas, and they, they always fight against each other. They yeah. fight against each other so often that all the armies are just mercenary armies, pretty much. Yeah, I like. I really like it. <laughs> I think it's also a cool part. A cool part of history, and uh, I guess it sort of ties into like that. They they're often a start for like expeditions, a base of expeditions to uh, Lustria and stuff, right? Yeah, sort sure. of related to dogs of war, uh, fighting some lizard men, getting some gold. So, uh, dogs of war, like the army, list in sixth edition. Yeah. Uh, I think the cool thing about it is that you can use it to represent a lot of different things. Uh, you can represent yeah. pretty much any human faction, whether mm. from Tilea or Stalia or Marienburg and oh, yeah. the Empire, or even a Kislev army, like a from Erengrad or something, like a yeah, just a human infantry army. Mm. So it's really cool. It's, it's cool that they also off. sort of yeah that they are sort of different with their pikes instead of spears and. Things yeah. like that. They have duelists running around, pistols, yeah. crossbowmen. They can have ogres and halflings in their army. And a very customizable light yes. cavalry. Mm-hmm. It's a very versatile list. Mm. And all the cool regiments of renown, of course. That, uh, yeah, yeah. Not to mention them. Uh, They're awesome, all of them. So it's a lot of flavor. 
like maybe not like kind of sort of limited for what your core is or sort of like the what the normal troops are for your army but that's where you but you have also like all the specific units are in here like you could do so many it's yeah i don't know <laughs> it's very narrative in a way uh, yeah so yep i'm uh, likely to do that <laughs> uh, how many uh oh, Co- gold coins <laughs> oh yeah of course how many gold coins 10 out of 10 <laughs> yeah uh i kind of had a plan to do like a Kislev foot force with dogs of war pretty yeah. cool to use that like a garrison force mm. uh, I like that idea I don't know I think I want to do something more different if I do another army uh, but it's I'll... cool if you would just do them as allies also could get away yeah. by yeah 5 out of 10 gold coins I would say 50-50 yeah, yeah. mm? so enough humans uh, I guess right uh, yeah where Let's do we go on the go? elves Elves. So there are three kinds of elves. And yeah. the, the the high elves of Ulthuan. Uh, yeah, the OG sort elves. Of, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, it feels like, like a magic heavy army, but also kind of versatile, right? You have... uh, yeah, so they're just like the the perfect example of an elite army. Mm. Like all also... their guys are pretty well trained. They have very good equipment, uh, but they're very fragile. Mm. Uh, also, yeah. feel very, very high fantasy. This army, yes, like they're they're, uh, they're not. N- none of their armor is very grim, dark. It's very like oh, yes, yeah. ge- gems and stuff. And uh... they're the most fantasy of any of the fantasy races. Yeah, uh, so, and... so they have dragons and they have. Uh, uh, just like super heavily armored cavalry, and they have mm. like the spearman is the core of their army. Lots of archers. Mm. Their uh, uh, eagle bolt throwers are iconic. Can either mm. fire like one solid shot or several smaller shots. Um, eagles, and uh, as you say, guard are really very cool. yeah. heavy on uh, no, uh, magic. Mm. They can do any lore uh, oh. as well as their own lore. High magic. Yeah. So yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. I don't know. I've never... I don't think... They, like, I like... I, I understand their aesthetics, but there's not... I don't think... They don't have that many units that I feel like, oh, they look really cool. Or, I mean, they look they look fancy, but I don't know. I don't, I've never been really into that. Uh, yeah. They look so I really, much. I would like to, to play high elves. Basically, used to have a dragon. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So a but white I, uh, and blue dragon would look awesome. Yeah, and Lothan. I like Lothan Seaguard. They're yeah, just their yeah, their models are really good as well. And just having like the best of the best, sort of like oh, we can do anything. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Eagles dork. is also cool with them. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they have like a very versatile army list as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just a bunch of different units. Maybe some of them kind of do the same thing, like White Lions, Phoenix Guard, and Swordmasters are mm. all just like elite infantry. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's cool. I, I mean, I like the idea that they have, um, it sort of mirrors the 
Eldar in uh, in 40k that with the aspect warriors, right? That you have yeah. instead yeah, you have like true. from different regions the white lions and they're good at this and Phoenix Guard yeah. come from here and they're good at I, I like that. I, I would kind of play them just because they're very different. They have lots of magic mm. and they can have dragons. Mm. So maybe even uh, hmm. ah, shit, like a 7 out of 10 magical vortexes. Oh. I would go lower. I would go 3. 3, three out of 10. Magical vortexes? Uh, Phoenix feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, <laughs> next elves. Dark elves. Oh, the dark ones. I think these are cooler just by being like... I mean, it's because you, you normally think of elves as the, 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 the nicest guys in fantasy, right? And now you have these dickheads that just like enslave people yeah. and torture them and I don't know and think they are superior to everyone and I don't know I think their their aesthetics uh, I like a lot more because it's yeah you know they, they look awesome they yeah. have awesome models the aesthetic is super cool yeah but Dino Riders I can't play them because I don't have a pet raven and <laughs> I, I don't wear a, like a leather trench coat <laughs> Gotta be a bit more goth. Yeah. Oh. I, I can't stand behind their their fluff. Because, like, yeah. <laughs> dwarves and kiss them. Like, mm. you can at least uh, sympathize a bit with them. Yeah. But, like, how are you supposed to sympathize with Dark Elves? I don't know. It's more like just, oh, we are superior to everyone else. <laughs> Enslave some of them. <laughs> They're more like, they, they seem like they just sit around the table and be like, um, uh, I'm. I'm I'm really, you know, I'm I'm more dark than you are, definitely, because I'm sort of like a, sort of like a torture person. Oh, that's so, so dark. But also, <laughs> my soul is tortured. Oh, yeah. That's, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's so a, cool. Like, super cool aesthetic. Uh, mm. The Dino Riders are super cool. Mm. Uh, Hydras, pretty badass. Mm. They can also more have dragons. Dragons and stuff, yeah. Uh, the witch elves are really nice models as well. Oh, we didn't talk about what was your favorite unit for? Um, oh, the high elves. Yeah. Uh, Even I think wait, the, we, uh, we forgot it. The dragon princess, or just the dragon, or the dragon princess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Lothern Seaguard is your favorite unit, the high elves. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, yeah, but we also did you? We didn't even say what, what's your favorite dogs of war. Ooh, the regiments are renowned as well. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, they were in the sixth edition. Hmm. I don't know. I think maybe, maybe the birdmen actually they're pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say it, yep. Leeport Leopard Company. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, I'll have to say that now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dark Elves, uh, what's your favorite unit with them? Uh, Cold One Riders, or Knights, or whatever they're called. Yeah. Mm. I say Assassin. Mm, oh, yeah, that's a really good one. If, do you think also that they're, I mean, they're a good-looking army because they feel like they were one of the last that got a lot of new models, sort of, before Age of Sigmar? No. <laughs> <laughs> they're always like, been cool uh, I like the the new spearmen that they got I think mm. actually the, the corsairs were better before oh, okay yeah. uh, some of the guys were like the executioners I think were pretty good before 
mm-hmm. uh, they definitely benefited from having like the warriors were really nice the new warriors mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. the new cold one riders were really good but the chariot is also the new, w- w- retarded because it has got like one wheel in the middle <laughs> like in the middle you of the ba- wagon gotta balance it <laughs> uni unicycle hard, i don't know hard pass uh, uh, but the witch elves, all of those, I think, were really cool with the cauldron yeah. of blood and stuff. Yeah, they're good. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, how likely? How many blood sacrifices? Oh, uh, uh, seven out of ten. Pretty high, I would say. How many? Uh, seven out of ten. Yeah, I I feel like five out of ten. I I, I really need to get some inspiration to play them. Right now, it's like. I would just play any other kind of elf before them. Oh, okay, yeah. So wood elves, would you? Yeah, call? they are the uh, the guerrilla warfare elves. Yeah, definitely. Uh, also, seem like uh, you know, I don't know that dark elves and high elves have sort of like a clear. Well, I don't know if they have a clear. It's sort of like, well, what are wood elves good at? Well, they're good at fighting in woods. Oh, so yeah. there better be woods. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like uh, if you take high elves and wood elves, uh, mm-hmm. wood elves will have the same units as high elves, but mm-hmm. you would remove half of the units and you just put more bowmen in there. Oh yeah, Probably so they kind of have the same stuff. They have like dragons and eagles and stuff, and they have mm-hmm. spearmen and bowmen. And then where high elves have like heavy cavalry, mm-hmm. the wood elves have bowmen, mm-hmm. and where they have like phoenix guard, the wood elves have bowmen. But they do have all the crazy tree men and, and dryads and stuff. That's a cool aspect of them. That's uh, true. Yeah. But and but no artillery. Lots of lots of bows, but no artillery. So kind of a cool. I mean, I like. Yeah, it's a cool army. Uh, cool aesthetics, I think. Uh, yeah. And also, uh, there's more widows than just in Athaloran mm-hmm. uh, that are different. Mm-hmm. So there's like mm-hmm. this forest in Nordland and the Empire, where there's a bunch of widows. And oh, there's yeah. even wood elves and Kislev as well. Okay, well, that would be they, cool. Like frost, like fr- and like a, I've seen you know wood elves with like a snow theme, you know, white yeah. and stuff that can ro- look really Use, good. Like, light blue cloaks, stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you could definitely do some more themes than just the it's like the classic wood elves. Like more, a fin- more use, Finnish like, army, <laughs> Finnish winter <laughs> yeah. soldiers. More use like uh, elves living in woods than. Mm. Like the super uh, elfy, like leprechaun elves to live in Athelorn. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, what's your favorite unit with wood elves, and how likely are you to play them? Um, I'm gonna go for the 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 damn stag riders, wild riders, or whatever they're called, like Bambi Bambi cavalry, just yeah. like such dynamic poses. Um, not sure, That's maybe. Six out of ten oak leaves to run them. I would say, like, yeah, I would do dark elves rather than wood elves rather than high elves. <laughs> so dark elf, wood elf, high elf in that yep. order. Yep. Yeah. And you're uh, the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite unit with, with them is war dancers. Definitely. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're just so iconic and super cool. Just acrobat warriors in the woods. Mm. Mm-hmm. Super eighties. <laughs> Green spandex. <laughs> so uh, tight. Yeah, it's a. I'm more likely to do them than uh, Dark Elves 
probably mm -hmm. not. I don't know, like either wood elves or high elves. It's a, it could go either way, but mm -hmm. I think I would rank them high elf, wood elves, dark elves. Mm -hmm. So, but, yeah, we're dogs. But en enough uh, pointy eared talks, right? Yeah. Let's talk about enough some more ro robust. <laughs> the, the most robust race of all dwarves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spelt with an F. Uh, mm -hmm. Not those Tolkien dwarves with V yes. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, they are a different kind. They don't have gunpowder and, and stuff. Yeah, not as magical as well. <laughs> uh, dwarves, super cool. Such mm -hmm. a, an iconic race. Used mm -hmm. like the, the perfect, uh, sturdy race. They'll just hold the line, stubborn bastards. Uh, I just recently... Uh, uh, finished uh, stripping my slayers as well, so I'm gonna. Oh, you have some of them. Yeah, I gotta paint up a twenty manual slayer soon. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, my collection will be complete. Uh, what will you arm them with? Are they? Can you arm them differently? Like no, two... in in the first, like it's another thing with dwarves keeps changing. But I mean, ravening hordes, they yeah. you could have like. You know, slayers, and then you can have all kinds of different slayers in the unit. You can uh -huh. have troll slayers, giant slayers, uh, dragon slayers, yeah. uh, demon slayers, all in one unit. And then you could all upgrade them with different weapons. And uh, do they have like preferred enemy or like hatred towards different things then? Or is no. that how they were? No, no. So uh, in the Dwarfs in 6th edition, they're like regular troll slayers who's armed with two hand weapons. Mm -hmm. And then you can upgrade. Any amount of them in the unit to uh, giant slayers. They're basically ah. champions with strength four. But yeah. slayers have this rule that uh, their strength increases uh, to equal the opponent's toughness up to toughness five. So, oh, okay. so if they're fighting trolls or something with toughness five, then yeah. they get strength five. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's they're, they're unbreakable. That's like the main thing. <laughs> they will never run. <gasps> But dwarfs as a as a faction are cool. I mean, they're found in many different places of the world, and uh, sort of also fallen from grace, right? They were, they were really like a great yeah, like civilization, super, super mighty empire, and then, and then uh, their their tunnels were infected and shit. <laughs> yeah, so there are a bunch of earthquakes and goblin invasions, cave invasions, orc invasions, ah. Ah. you name it. So yeah, they're definitely on a decline. Mm. That's also cool. They're just like. They won't give up though. Like they're just defending their holes bitterly. Mm. To the end, lad. Yeah, <laughs> you can do some pretty cool themes with them as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Like uh, Ironbreaker heavy, like uh, guarding down their ways or oh, mine stuff. That. Yeah, I love yeah, that. And, like, like going away from the classic, more gun line. Uh, yeah. Seems to be more. I mean, maybe the easiest way to play them, or and also what maybe how they were meant to be played, sort of. Yeah, it's a pretty straightforward way to play them. Just, <laughs> just buy a bunch <laughs> of shooting stuff and sit back. But a cool, like, just heavy infantry melee army would be also very cool, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and you can go gunline or, like, uh, a guild expedition, like, super heavy on gunpowder and steam and stuff. Mm. Uh, I love the flame cannon. It's one of my favorite units as well. Yeah, but does it fire? Is it a flamethrower or does it shoot barrels of flame? It <laughs> shoots. Something? It shoots a shell that has mm -hmm. like a, a liquid inside that yeah. just like napalm. Oh, like, okay. Fires like a napalm bomb. 
that just yeah. shoots forward when it detonates on the ground. Oh. So is it like a great infantry killer or just like anything? Yes, yeah, it's like a, a flame table at strength five, and also like if you take any casualties from it, you have to take a panic test, not just twenty five percent. Yeah, it's terrifying to behold. Yeah, yes, <laughs> it's awesome. Do you have any of those yet? No, so, so I'm doing uh, like a no gunpowder, no steam. Ah, that's true. Just old fashioned axes and stone throwers. That is true. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, I'm super likely to do dwarves. It's my favorite <laughs> army. It's my first army of any warmer faction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, they have a special place in axes. Or Damn, e- even a hundred out of a hundred axes. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think their their playstyle is a bit static to for me. Um, so I don't know. And uh, well, why would you run dwarves when you can run chaos dwarves? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, what's what's your favorite dwarf unit though? Uh, Iron Breakers, I think. All right, They're just so heavily armored. I think that's really cool. What about you? Mm, shit, I don't know. Like, I like all of them so much. <laughs> uh, I guess Longbeards. Longbeards are great. Mm-hmm. Just veteran warriors, just mm. scowling. Just... Yeah, uh, I like them. <laughs> uh, all right, Chaos Dwarves. Yeah, so the, the evil, the evil kin. Of the dwarves. Yeah, so they live in the, the eastern mountains. So yeah. when dwarves were first expanding in the world, mm. uh, when chaos came, uh, all the dwarves had to take cover in their mm. holds. And these eastern dwarves hadn't dug far enough, so they were <sighs> infected by chaos pretty much. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's how they became evil. Mm-hmm. And what's really interesting about these guys is that they're, they're worshipping a chaos god called Hashut. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not like... Uh, just destroy everything like most chaos factions are because mm. like, they're like civilization builders and they just want to enslave all the greenskins and just anything really to ah. make their civilization greater yeah. yeah they have a lot of don't they have a lot of like uh, ho- yeah, they have the hobgoblins right y- yeah so the hobgoblins like they have a bunch of greenskins like, like orcs and regular goblins and uh, snufflings and gnoblars and the yeah. hobgoblins are like they're like betrayers of green skin kind <laughs> they work for the, the chaos dwarves to help them enslave other green skins that's really cool so I all the it. other green skins just hate them yeah <laughs> no it's great I love it <laughs> yeah it's like uh, super evil combo did they ever have the I mean because they were an army in 6th edition right but then they were not anymore in 8th edition I guess or so, were they so still they were, in like Tamurkan or something? They like were that? an army in like 4th and 5th edition. Uh-huh. And then they had like a proper army book. And then yeah. in 6th edition, they were in the Ravening Horde, which was okay. just uh, like a compendium that they released when 6th edition dropped. And mm-hmm. it had armless for all the armies. Okay. Uh, and then after that, they didn't get an update uh, mm-hmm. until Tamurkan in 8th edition, which was a, a Forge World publication. Ah, oh, yeah. That's when Forge World released all their cool models and crazy siege trains and whatever they had. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, some really cool stuff. But did they ever have like uh, rules for orc slaves or something like that? Yeah, so in in sixth oh. edition you can have black orcs because they they <gasps> created the black orcs. What? What? So they, what? They wanted to breed like a super slave, but then Ooh. the black orcs broke free and escaped and just went off and did their own thing. Is that why they have such good armor? Sort of like that it's dwarven. 
dwarf oh, there's, armor. There's more intelligent and stronger than others. Okay. So they okay. make them. Uh, so Urukai. Yeah, in sixth edition you can have black orcs and other orcs and uh, hobgoblins, yeah. uh, both archers and wolf riders and oh. hobgoblin heroes. And okay. in Tamarcon you can have uh, used hobgoblins. Uh, riders and bowmen. That is cool. Yeah, no this orcs. is something, uh, since I'm a big fan of Total War Warhammer, I'm really excited to see if they're going to be in uh, Total War 3. Yeah. Uh, I be. hope so. With the I mean, Kingdoms as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and all the chaos. So, mm, mm. <laughs> who knows what they will do with that. Um, I mean, they're technically so, already in the game with uh, manning the Hell Cannon. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess maybe their list is a bit limited. Uh, I might be more likely to do them than regular dwarfs, though. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I actually, like yeah. Um... <laughs> medium, medium rare. <laughs> Five out of ten. Five out of nine. Something like that. Uh, what's your favorite Five... unit? Oh, I don't know them that good enough, but I know that. Um... The models that Forgeworld had for the the like hell, what were they called? Like the 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 hand gunners with just yeah. such freaking cool armor they had. Uh, yeah, looked insanely so, tough. So that list is actually based on uh, the chaos dwarfs that man like a, a citadel to the south. Oh, and they're like a, a special chaos dwarf. They're the infernal guard. I think they're called. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That, that sounds like. I so think they were. They, called. Yeah, they man like a, a citadel down there. Okay. Uh, Tamarcon is an amazing book, by the way. You should mm-hmm. check it out. Even if anyone listening to this you prefer 6th edition or whatever, it's, it's a great book. It's a really yeah. nice read. Yeah. I, have, I don't know much about it. I know it's about it's chaos su- and stuff. Super gritty, amazing uh, stories and amazing artwork. Ah, okay. Um, I think my favorite would Chess horse is the the earth shaker cannon, oh. or dreadquake mortar, maybe it's called. Okay, was that part of their tr- tr- crazy train thing, or? So they released a new one for that with like an oh. ogre loading the shells. Uh, but then oh, there's also yeah. the old classic model, which is like, a, it's the classic mortar. It's just a, <laughs> a massive piece of metal that fires shells, and like when you fire it, the earth shakes. So uh, uh, models next to it uh, have their movement. Oh shit! Okay, so you fuck up the terrain <laughs> with it. It's really cool. Uh, also, the classic blunderbusses. They're really a cool unit yeah. as well. Okay. Uh, so in sixth uh, edition or in previous editions, mm-hmm. you use like you just measure like a box in front of this unit, and everything <laughs> in that box gets hit, and then oh. you increase the strength depending on how many ranks you have. So okay. It's just this massive wall of lead from these massive oh. blunderbusses. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. That's a nice distinction, though, from handgunners. Yeah, uh, it's like it's like cool. shotguns, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I guess I guess you don't see this army that much, right? Because it's hasn't been yeah. as official. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty hard to get hold of these models, I think, as well, the old mm-hmm. ones, and then. I don't yeah, know if Fortwell still. Yeah. Do they still sell their ones on Fortwell? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, that's the dwarves. Yeah. While we're in the east, should we talk about the ogre kingdoms? 
from small uh, to big. Sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, so these are, I mean, this army just stands out in the way that it's like an army of monsters, sort of, or well, monsters infantry, and it feels like you will feel very you will if you don't want to paint a lot of models, <laughs> you can do this army or something. Um, yeah. But and I mean, the, the, yeah. the, before this, they were integrated into the Empire book, and then they were in the Dogs mm. of War before they got yeah. their own army book. Yeah, and they're like their ogres roaming around everywhere. Mm. And then when they brought out the army book for Ogre Kingdom, they mm. focused more on their homelands in the the mountains of Morn, mm. and made them more Asian or Mongolian kind of. Yeah, the beards are very <laughs> very striking. <laughs> Feng Shui. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In a way, I kind of preferred that they like having them as a small part of a, another army than just having them. I don't know. Um, but they do have some really cool monsters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love uh, the the rhinos riders. Yeah, and also that they they I guess they have the noblars. Yeah, uh, that you can actually field as a as an infantry <laughs> formation or something, right? Yeah, uh, at least you get the best bits for every ogre <laughs> kit yeah, ever the, made. The, the lookouts and the yeah. banners are really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, I don't know. Like, um, it also feels like they have a bit less diversity in units than uh, some other armies. Yeah. Um, yeah, just their their main guys, two hand guys, hmm. uh, massive gun guys. And the man eaters, which are crazy, like veterans, I guess, who have traveled yeah. the world. Yeah, they're pretty cool. <laughs> so, how likely are you to play ogres? I'm not very likely. Like, uh, two two cauldrons out of, out of... eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I'm very. I, I will have some in my Dogs of War army. I like the idea of ogres, but I wouldn't have an entire army. Yeah, I would probably say the same. Mm. They're not a very compelling army for me. Like, and also, the, it seems like their background is a bit shallow. Like, you can't really connect with their yeah. <laughs> their culture. Yeah. <laughs> they just eat people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but cool, uh, the cool new terrain that they're getting, like the little, the little butcher's hut. Uh, yeah. It's really cool. Uh, lizard men. Lizard folk. Oh, yes. So these guys live both in Lustria, which is on the, the South, South America. America. And then they also live uh, in the southern parts of Africa as well. Gonna take the love to drag me away from you. <laughs> so in 6th edition, there's actually a list for the ones that live in Africa. Like in oh, the army. A separate one. Yeah. It's called okay. the, the Southlands list. Uh -huh. So they don't have as many... Uh, Sauruses, so they're more oh, okay. skink heavy, and they have bows and shit. Oh, okay, uh, that's pretty that's cool. cool. Yeah, cool and, distinction. Uh, yeah, and in uh, the sixth edition book, you also have different spawnings, mm -hmm. so you could really differentiate between your army. You can get different upgrades. It's pretty mm -hmm. nice because mm -hmm. that's like their whole thing that they have generations of spawnings, like they have mass spawnings of mm. a bunch of skinks, and they will have different traits. Mm. So they're sort of bred, <laughs> like for a yeah. purpose. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, Lizardmen are super cool. Like, yeah, <sighs> really deep lore. 
and mm -hmm. uh, really different from all other races as well. Mm -hmm. This is my sort of, I guess, my first, since that's like the first miniatures I got when I was a kid. Like, oh, look, some cool lizard dudes. Like, no. lizard warriors. I don't know what they... I, I didn't know it was a game <laughs> even then or something. I, I just painted up some. Um, but um, I did oh, yeah, I did get some, uh, like a few years ago, some skinks and a stegodon. Mm. And some sorrows as well that I painted up. In like a, That was more like a Southland uh, desert theme. Uh, oh, cool. went for a lot of yellow and orange and stuff um, and I just have them lying around I should maybe do something with them mm -hmm. <laughs> oh wow so uh, is it likely that you will fall back in love with your first army yeah maybe actually I haven't thought about it that... hmm. I mean I already have those I could probably yeah maybe that's something I could do after Dogs of War because I already have some I mean I could make a little playable um, yeah, a little small playable fact, uh, force yes. or something. Yes, we trapped him now. Oh shit, wait. No, <laughs> wait, did I just agree to another project? No, 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 we're still working on it. Should um, should uh, look into making a sixth edition list for it. Oh, mm. may well, maybe, mm. yeah, yeah. But did they have any cool units back then, though? Probably didn't have all the cool dinosaurs and stuff, right? I think they're pretty much the same. I don't think they have the big turtle thing. They still have the stick on, mm. of course, but I don't think they have the turtle... Bigger turtle, turtle thing, or like the mm -hmm. the armored beast, or whatever. And then mm -hmm. I think the Stegaron can have like a a magical platform in eight that it mm -hmm. can't have it in six. Okay, well, that's not too big of a difference. No, I just built mine in, in the way it looked cool, uh, because I <laughs> that was also before I started playing fantasy. I don't know why I got them actually. I was like, oh, <laughs> fun to paint some lizards. <laughs> Um, yeah, the the only thing but, with lizards though is that it feels a bit. Sometimes the matchups feel a bit weird. Like, why are the lizardmen fighting? Yes. Uh, vampire counts or. Mm, I, I agree. Whatever. I mean, in that case, it would be for running like a Lustria campaign or something like that, which could be cool. You yeah. make it like a oh, it's an invasion, or you know, they're here for the spoils, and then you have some lizard lizardmen defending or something. Yeah. That could be fun. Um, I don't know favorite units. Ooh. And not not the cold one cavalry because that's the worst thing. Like, oh, the <laughs> damn dark elves have such cool fucking velociraptors, and then the lizardmen are stuck running around goofy, <laughs> goofy yeah. sauruses. Like, they're, they're oh, cousins. Yeah. <laughs> where where be the enemy? Oh. <laughs> uh, I even I even thought about that. If I would get them, I would just get uh, dark elf ones and convert them. It would be expensive, but it would be worth it. Uh, my like favorite the unit is the uh, the flying guys. Ah, yeah. So Reproductiles or Pteranon? Which ones? Oh. Like the flying piranhas or the... Well, I guess you only had one of them maybe in, in 6th edition. Well, were there two of them? Uh, the, the, the skinks flying the, the dinosaur stuff. Yeah, yeah. but there's... Um... Like it's a dual kit. You can make one that are like flying piranhas that usually paint them orange, and then there's like mm. the classic pterodactyl ones. So the pterodactyls are they? Yeah, they look sort of like a piranha. They're more bitey. Mm. <laughs> the pterodactyl ones, then yeah, dropping okay. stones on people. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. I kind of, oh, I think I'm gonna go with the slan actually. Mm, yeah, just, that's cool. The aesthetic but, of the oh, oh. like more than mm? you need to read Burning Shores so bad. Yeah, I do. But weren't they weren't they releasing like re-releasing Brunner now? 
like a, a yeah, that's, not, that's not that's not Brunner though. Different. Oh, book. I wasn't. Uh. So I'm gonna okay. sit down later and find this book for you. Yeah, find it so I can get it somewhere. It's, <laughs> like it's Dogs of War mm. in uh, Lustria. With <gasps> Lister. Lister. Oh. It's, it's just so it's good. It's meant for me. It was written for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay, these. Yeah, okay, I will have to admit then. I guess that's if I'll do another army after the Dogs of War, it'll have to be Lizard Men. <laughs> so All right. nine out of ten. Golden plaques. <laughs> yeah, Lizardmen, like I, I could definitely do them because they're so different. And they mm-hmm. got heavy magic and very different playstyle and just different overall. Very uh, fun to paint also. Like you could Yeah, painting, now there's uh, contrast paint as well. Oh yeah. I think that would be perfect. Uh, yeah. for all the scales and stuff. Uh, I'd say six out of ten. Maybe six mm-hmm. and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe a six out of nine. <laughs> this fucking scale. <laughs> um, uh, uh, all right, ne- next one. Orcs and goblins. Oh, classic. Classic. So This seems like one of the most diverse lists that they have yes. with unit types and stuff, right? Yeah, and they have like... So you have orcs, black orcs, goblins, and night goblins. And all of them have like different hero and lord choices. So you, you can, can make like a, specialized uh, armies of any of them. Yeah. So like, like chaos a, a divided war, war boss and a black orc war boss and a goblin war boss and night goblin war boss and then they have like goblin shaman night goblin shaman savage orc shaman this is crazy oh the savage orcs also yeah that's true yeah uh, I think definitely that like when the new warmer comes out they will be in the starter box mm. and I think then which will be in like three years then I'll mm. probably do an orc orcs and goblin army oh yeah would you do them sort of undivided or I don't know. It kind of depends on what they bring out and how yeah. they they make them. But yeah, I want to make like a, I think more orcs mm-hmm. and just like a classic orc in the old world, like not a badland army and not like a mountainous army. More like a or maybe like a, a mountain pass raider army. It's like a mm-hmm. classic barbarian because they are like the the ultimate barbarian adversary. In, yeah. in fantasy. Yeah, definitely. But you wouldn't want them like super just savage, savage. You would want them to still have like sort of a culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, armor and shit. Like they're not going to be mm-hmm. savage orcs. They're going to mm-hmm. be just barbarians. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, I, I think um, one of the few f- factions that, if you want to play like uh, night goblins, they've released a lot of cool new squig riders and stuff lately, right? Yeah, and the and the trolls and stuff. That would, uh, you could make a really cool army making the, with those models. Even new yeah. fanatics. Yeah, and uh, like the the Battle for Skull Pass Night Goblins are still oh, yeah. great models. Yeah, and just plenty of them around. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would have a, a mixed army if I did them, just because it's so fun. Like, it, that, uh, yeah, I think it's sort of like Dogs of War uh, in a way because you can have giants, you can have trolls, you can have orcs, you can have goblins. It's so many different like racist in one list and it's yeah. but still make them look like a uniform and boar riders uh, and wolf riders and oh, wolf yeah. chariots and boar chariots uh, spider riders arachnorock yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, endless damn. possibilities yeah mm. yeah so depending on what they bring out for a new edition i think this is gonna be my army then so i'd say like mm. a nine out of ten mm. Mm. oh so seven out of ten then in, in that case you made me hyped for them. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite unit, though? 
Um, just boys, orc boys. Ah, yeah. Hmm? They have a lot, of, a lot of character. I think the black orcs are the cool with with their their heavy armor. Yeah, yeah. It's like true. again, also, I don't know much, but I've heard that that's like one of the scarier units you can face. It's like, oh fuck, Look at that massive block of black orcs. What are we gonna do against that? <laughs> yeah, heavy armor, uh, and I think they can either have like gray weapons uh, or two hand weapons, and oh, yeah. some editions they have both. That's cool. So they can just choose. Yeah, that's pretty pretty badass. And they 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 quell animosity in other units. So they used oh. give orc boys uh, a mean look, and they won't fight. Oh, uh, that's cool. <laughs> they are smart. And uh, this is like a, a thing that Jimmy hates about Ninth Age that they removed animosity, which is like a oh. such a classic orc and goblin thing. That yeah, at the beginning of each turn you roll a die, and on a one. All these start fighting amongst each other. Yeah, I mean that's like classic. Yeah, but, uh, uh, I don't know. I guess they are also pretty random in uh, in fantasy, right? I mean, they are very random in in forty k. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of like catapults and stuff. And it's like, oh, well, roll on this table, this special table, it's like an extra mishap sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> some some random shit. Yep. Uh, not as much as next thing though, Skaven. They have oh. endless random shit. Mm. I love uh, the look of, of this army. I think, mm, yeah, I think they might even look cooler than Lizardmen if I have to admit it. Something about them. Oh. You can do a, like a. You, there was a huge war between Lizardmen and uh, uh, Skaven. Oh, when but you just have to <laughs> paint so many of them. Yeah. So oh, that's the only problem. The yep. thing with Skaven is that it's like the most original race that Games Workshop mm-hmm. has made. Because mm-hmm. like all the other races are kind of based on Tolkien and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or mythology or something. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the Ratman are pretty pretty unique. Mm-hmm. And that they, you can find them everywhere. I love the idea. Is it like in some of the army books that, um, or like the, the Empire books that they, they don't believe that they exist? Yeah, or something? yeah the Empire is... <laughs> It's like a huge conspiracy. Yeah. And like, a counter conspiracy. Some people said that they saw big ratmans in the sewers, but <laughs> they obviously were, you know, high on something. Yeah. <laughs> Super hilarious. And there's they, even like a, an emperor called like uh, Rat Slayer or something. What? Okay. And they still don't believe that they exist. <laughs> it's just fairy tales. And then, of course, like the dwarves just know that they exist. And like, oh. yeah, of course they exist. You stupid yeah. humans. They're everywhere, they're, yeah. and that they're like a real threat also to the to the world. <laughs> yeah, like if they would unite and stop fighting ah, against yeah. each other, they would just conquer everything. There's, but I guess that's uh, another fun part that they just keep plotting, and that they have their councils and their different clans, and they just oh yeah, that's cool. And they all is trying get on top of each other and yeah. be the leader, and then they all is <laughs> squirt the the musk of fear and run <laughs> run away. Oh, it's like, such a cool. Terminal, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love the also the <laughs> the way they talk in the in the in the games. Yeah, <laughs> Warpstone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, do you have a, a a clan that you sort of like more than the others? I don't know. All right, so the, uh, yeah, like the, the assassins, clan Eshin, ah, Eshin and then, yeah, uh, Scryer, which is the tech guys. Mm. Then the the plague monks, 
like yeah. mold, Molder, the one uh, they're the ones to build like the abominations and stuff, right? Yeah, uh, just <laughs> mutate rat ogres and shit. <laughs> oh, uh, no, I, I wouldn't I say that I have a, a favorite. I, and Skaven is like, I really like them, but I really mm. like them as an enemy. I wouldn't yeah. like to play them myself. No, I, I think I agree. I, I'm not likely to do an army, but I still love this, like the aesthetics of the army and everything. I, and as you said, I, I would love to face them. Uh, and I think Leon has some at home, so maybe he could bring some. But, uh, ooh. Mm. Do you have any favorite uh, rat unit? <laughs> mm. uh, I think the Storm Vermin are my favorite. Oh, yeah. They look sick. The, the elite troopers. Yes. Uh, Doomwheel is kind of cool also. Yeah, yeah, that's really it's fun. It's like a big hamster wheel. It's, uh, you know, could you imagine that, like that meeting when that came up, like when they made that up, when they said, "Ah, what would be some cool vehicles for rats to run around in?" Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, very iconic. Yeah, uh, are we only left with chaos then? Um, let's see. No, wait, uh, I'm no, dead. No, we have done dead. So, first, um, first chaos, though. Okay, yeah, because could we then start with Beastman? Yeah. Um, uh, so, in 6th edition, you could play all chaos together, mm. and then they broke them up for 7th edition and 8th edition. Mm. Yeah. So, let's start with Beastman now. Mm. But I uh, also want to say, like, in our gaming community, we've uh, been like, oh, fuck that. Uh, bring whatever chaos you want. Just combine the list. <laughs> Doesn't matter to us. Uh, no, but um, I think beastmen are really cool. They are these uh, sort of uh, uh, Greek mythology, I guess, ba- mainly like these half men, half something. Yeah. Centaurs, minotaurs. Yeah, and satyrs. they've been around forever. It's all like they were some of the first. They were the first creations of chaos, pretty much in the whole yeah. world. So they were I, around I, before humans even. I listened to the the latest Electricants <laughs> megasode <laughs> where they talked about beastmen. And, and according to them, they had like the story had differed. Like first, it was like, oh, they were, they were just they are like created from you know some sort of incest, and then that they rape women, and you know, and then suddenly they just changed it into like, no, wait, they were here before humans. Even they are, <laughs> I like I like both versions. <laughs> um, and they're really but, cool though. Just mm-hmm. uh, also the that they're just in all the forests in the empire. And you mm. never know if you'll run into like a, a a band of beastmen. A real classic enemy, also I feel like yeah, just mm, perfect against the wood elves, also uh, yeah, or Bretonia definitely. or yeah. Uh, but I, there was a thing because they talked about um, also on on their episode like uh, that there are beastmen all over the world, of course. But then you yeah. would th- that well in Lustria they might be like beastmen, but they're like half leopard sort of thing. I mean, yeah. the goats are there because it's like a, the empire sort of livestock. Yeah. And also, that's just kind of because Game of the Workshop wanted to streamline the, the range, I guess, because there's a lot mm-hmm. of beastmen that are different than just goats. Yeah. And also, like, uh, people in Empire, when they have mutated children, which happens yeah. quite a lot, uh, they just leave them out in the forest, usually, instead of killing their children. Yeah. And then, it's like, a, a beastman comes along and scoops up the babies and yeah. takes them away and just oh. raise them. Oh, I love that. So cool. And like in the in the books, like Godric and Felix, they run into Beastman and this is like dog face guy and uh, oh. fish fish face and yeah. ca- cow leg man. Like I love yeah, I love that. It's more, much more diversity. And I, I I understand that might look really shitty maybe on the tabletop. 
I mean, it's more streamlined, but I just had this I, this idea of like, oh, well, a Southland list with like, it's sort of gorse, but it's more like a gazelle sort of look or something. Like fucking yeah. zebra centaurs or something. Like, oh my God, <laughs> that's so cool. Water buffalo minotaurs. Oh, oh yeah. But that also got me thinking like, well, I mean, in a way there's already, I mean, even though lizardmen are like anti-chaos, they are, well, I mean, they are like beast lizard they are like lizards and reptilians that walk on two legs or uh, something yeah and then yeah, of course true. where do skaven fit into this why why are aren't skaven a type of beastman in a way uh don't yeah know. maybe just a specialized true. sort of beastman you could just make like a a, a bird bird beastman army or something like <laughs> half goose people <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's my turkey cavalry <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, yeah. Other, you know, yeah, it's like instead of warhounds, uh, you just have turkeys surrounding <laughs> towards you. Terrifying. <laughs> Poison. Poison turkeys. <laughs> oh, shit. It's the stuffing. It's the stuffing. Um, then we have the demons, which I guess are the most chaos of everything. Yeah. Uh, and they are same in 40k as 30k. Maybe some difference with cavalry and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you got. Uh, the uh, what are they called? The the, the harpies. Uh, what are they called? Ah, uh, dark the, the furies. Yes, right? yeah, furies. Mm-hmm. So I think they're. I don't think they're around in forty k. No, probably not. But um, so they're no. just like flying, uh, non-bound demons, kind of like they don't belong mm-hmm. to any of the the powers. They're just undivided. Mm-hmm. And they got a really cool new models also for the yeah war yeah the cry. Uh, and and then of course you have the four chaos gods and you could have separate like specific armies or you could have uh, undivided I guess uh, yeah uh, also demons in, uh, in fantasy uh, Belakor is a really yeah. big deal in the sixth edition and yeah they kind of just brought him out of the story so who is this guy so he he's both in forty k and fantasy so he's the first mm-hmm. demon prince and mm-hmm. he's like uh, Got super mighty, and then he got a bit full of himself. So the chaos powers just kind of took his powers away, oh, and no. just shamed him by like having him coronate all the ever chosen. After that, uh, so he's the guy who coronated Archaon when he oh. became the ever chosen. Okay. And Belakor is like the main bad guy in Mordheim, the the shadow oh. lord, and he's also the guy who's behind like the the whole Albion thing, like the. Oh. The attack on Albion with the dark okay. emissaries. They're yeah. his emissaries to try oh. to get support to make him more powerful. Okay. I guess he could ally with the Femir because they, <laughs> they're also yeah. left out from the Chaos Gods. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, demons are pretty cool. It's also mm-hmm. like, it feels weird to have like a full army of demons, though, like yeah. in fantasy. It just seems like it's a rare occasion. Yeah, you would have it when shit really hits the fan, but yeah. other than that, you know, you it's cool to have them like summoned in or something like a cult that brings in some demons. Yeah, uh, that that would be a few demons, not like a full army of them. Just yeah. imagine like men of the empire who don't even believe in Skaven, and mm. then they just face like a whole army of demons. <laughs> what the fuck? No, that's sort of like yeah, come to hell. Yeah, um, pretty cool no, that- though. Uh, mm. some really nice models for demons. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, F- favorite unit demons 
and uh, uh, well, Minotaurs, I was going to say. Oh. But uh, <laughs> that's my favorite unit of Beastmen. Um, I think the Chariots. Beastmen Chariots are my favorite. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, Demons, Juan Diaz's uh, Demonettes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, like the older version. Yeah, the ones you got from your mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so naked. What game is this? <laughs> the best game. So what's your uh, favorite demon? Uh, well, the new Keeper of Secrets is really cool. But I guess yeah. he was released for Age of Sigmar, maybe? Uh, we can use him for fantasy. Yeah. Sa- same really- shit. Yeah. They walk between dimensions. That is true. Eternal. <laughs> but I'm not... I would say, well, I'm not that into demons. More into beastmen, but I'm mostly into warriors of fucking chaos. Yeah. I love it oh. when it's like just, it's humans that are corrupted. Yeah, ultimate bad guys. Mm. They used to have such a classic 80s bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Full armor look. <laughs> you, you can't beat it. <laughs> they look like uh, the cover art, art of any Man of War album or something. Yeah. Thing with uh, the Chaos Warriors is that, like, I think they are so fucking cool, and I mm. love the design, and they're so badass. Mm. But I could never really bring myself to make an army because I can't really think of a, a cool background to tie it into. Okay, I just feel like they're a bit too generic. Like, why are they trying to destroy anything? Because we're mad at everything. <laughs> yeah. For chaos. Maybe if you had like a uh, like a Norsecan tribe or something, you could work with your Kislev. Yeah. That's more like, like oh. Rose. Yeah. I like the I like the idea of these tribes where where they're just like, well, no, we pray for the we pray to the hound or the eagle or something. And it's you know, they don't even know the maybe the names of the chaos gods and they don't know that they yeah. are chaos gods. They're just <laughs> Well, they're powerful entities. Why shouldn't we pray to them? So it's not even yeah. like a... They don't even have to be just evil. It's, <laughs> it's like a convenient thing. Um, but yeah. Oh. Uh, Chosen are my favorite uh, model. I think the, there's yeah. so, so cool helmets in there. I think the, I guess, the Chaos Knights are my favorite. Ah, oh, that's true. Well, yeah. They are also... <laughs> badasses and armored horses like what mm. else can I ask for and the mm. new models are great as well oh yeah the lances are yeah it looks very good um yeah are you yeah are, are you likely to run any chaos army you said I maybe could not. I could like yeah uh, very diverse army if mm. I would come up with a cool theme that'd be really cool maybe like a, an army devoted to to Belacor mm. Running around in shadowy forests, yeah, <laughs> fucking shit up. But is this thing? I mean, like in feels like in 30k, you're always on the good side. Is that a thing for fantasy as well? Or do you just are you just lo- more likely to play uh, uh, a nice uh, faction, like a faction on the? Oh, statistics say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I play dwarves and kiss up. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I kind of like to play uh, bad good guys. Mm, yeah. Like, because uh, Iron Hands are just bad good guys. They're they're on the good side, but not mm. re- not really nice. And yeah. dwarves are, they are definitely good, but they they're pretty selfish and 
kind of fights for it honestly. And Kisla, it's a pretty terrible place, but yeah. like they fight for a good thing. <laughs> they're probably the nicest of, of all these, even though they're also very tough. Yeah. They're they're pretty shitty people though. There's a lot of <laughs> racism going on in Kisla. <laughs> okay. Just is like because these two groups of people and one of them has like conquered the other group and they're oh, just yeah. pushing the 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 Ungols down and just yeah. push them out into the the wastes fighting chaos while they <laughs> just live on the the nice outside yeah <laughs> so like none of them are really good <laughs> I don't think any like, faction in fantasy is really good oh uh, true well maybe some some elves maybe <laughs> Bretonia no we're not Bretonia either. Oh, no, that's that's fine. <laughs> yeah, like Britannia is also like super oppressive to their own people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that's why we love fantasy. It's so yeah. grim. It's just all going to hell. <laughs> uh, all right, undead. Yes. Or, yeah, we're we're done with chaos, right? I think. How, we can, how I mean, likely are you on, to play chaos? Uh, pretty likely. I, I've always loved chaos. I even yeah. f- feel like my my I, I want to have. A, sort of like a campaign driven thing where my sorceress is turned to chaos I feel like he has a mm-hmm. uh, he might be corrupted uh, so or be, become slowly corrupted or something would you give it 8 out of an 8 pointed star uh, uh, yes definitely <laughs> awesome. which is kind of weird because I also like lizardmen but I guess most, mostly aesthetics I'm not sure if I like that they're like the ultimate good guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah actually maybe lizardmen are just the... yeah I mean, they they do kill people, but for a good cost. Great, they're good. Oh fuck, they're tower. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, pretty much. No, I don't want to play them anymore. <laughs> Run a gun gun line lizardman army. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the undead. Mm. You got you got vampire counts and tomb kings. Mm-hmm. So the vampire counts are just the ultimate vampire force. Yeah, Transylvania mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah, they got a really cool background. They're tied in with the Tomb Kings, of course. Mm-hmm. So uh, they were trying to figure out how to live forever. And mm-hmm. then eventually someone found out how to become a vampire. And then they, st- they were driven out of their home. And then mm-hmm. they moved into the old world and spread out with like s- six or seven different bloodlines. Mm-hmm. And you start making lesser vampires. <laughs> Uh, this, this separation, I actually kind of uh, I favor the separation of the the Neherkarans from the like the, the more old world. Yeah, well, they're totally counts. different. So, yep. Uh, in sixth edition of all, you can have the different bloodlines. You can have different uh, character characteristics in mm-hmm. your vampires, like the Lawmian, like the seducing female vampires, or mm-hmm. the the blood dragon, the heavily armored <laughs> warriors, or the Necrarchs or stuff like that. The Strigoi, yeah. the hobo vampire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what's classic about these guys, they just have a Transylvanian army mm. of just racing skeletons oh. and taming wolves and bats and shit. And yeah. ghosts. <laughs> um, I like the idea of them being like sort of still in the empire in a way. But they're like, yeah. oh. Yeah, definitely. It's really cool. Are they just a normal province over there? Or, uh, how much do they know what's going on over there? Uh, well, they defeated the last uh, vampire lord. 
but mm. they're like there are rumors that something is stirring in Sylvania mm. uh, and no one really wants to go and check it out so they kind of leave it be so yeah there are vampires there yeah <laughs> but there was like a huge vampire wars uh, mm-hmm. against the von Karsteins that lasted oh, okay. like, a pretty long time yeah where they destroyed a lot of the empire hmm. yeah uh, favorite unit mm, the blood knights Oh, I was gonna say as well. <laughs> All the ca- like the undead cavalry look really nice. I think. Yeah. Uh, also, there's like a lot of vampires in uh, Musillon. In oh Brasilia. yeah, yeah. I didn't know about that until once again Total War Warhammer, which te- <laughs> teaches me everything. Probably doesn't teach me enough, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Like another yeah. nest of vampires. Mm-hmm. What about uh, the uh, Egyptian? Yeah. So I've been like. Didn't really know about their background so much, and I mm-hmm. try to figure out like in what way are they really undead? Because they're not mm-hmm. vampires. Like, how are they alive, and how do they mm-hmm. raise armies and stuff? Mm-hmm. So, the tomb kings, when they were still alive, they were also trying to figure out how to live forever, and mm-hmm. they like did a bunch of rituals where they buried people and like mummified, and like preserved their souls and their bodies, but they couldn't bring them back to life. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like people who freeze themselves now in hopes of oh. being thawed in the future or something. <laughs> so they're still sort of just animated, but they're not alive. Well, some of them are sort of sentient still, right? Yeah, so they were just mummified and put into tombs. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when Nagash came around, like he mm-hmm. found out how to raise undead and shit. Mm-hmm. He was like super powerful wizard. And then he tried to raise all the undead, like in the world. He raised <laughs> like all the dead bodies in the world okay. until he got backstabbed by Skaven. Uh, uh-huh. With like a blade of pure warp stone. And uh, when he raised the undead, he raised the people that had been mummified. Mm-hmm. And then because of the uh, the rituals that they had uh, gone through when they have been mummified, they stayed alive after that. And they kept their own memories. And they were mm-hmm. sentient after that. Oh, okay. That's and then cool. they, they then learn how to raise their own armies that have been mummified since before. Yeah, I like that they are they are they are actually civilized in a way. Or I mean, yeah. they still want to just have their civilizations, and uh, you know, uh, we can we can speak with you guys if you want. It's just like oh, it's just a bit disgusting to to speak to them. Yeah, so you would uh. think that they're just like brain dead mummies, but mm-hmm. they are actually themselves. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And then, mm-hmm. like, when you go down in the ranks, like, the regular warriors don't really know what's going on. They're just undead. Mm-hmm. But when you move higher up to the kings and the, the priests and stuff, they're... I guess, yeah, they had, had more rituals going on for them or something. Like, yeah. More <laughs> developed. Uh, I always loved, um, like, it, it, Egyptian history when I was a kid. So I think, yeah, I love the, I like the aesthetics of them and everything. Yeah, might be more likely to do. Oh, I don't know. The, the the thing is though that they they sort of didn't like they they have a lot of old models. I feel like. Yeah, uh, like the skeletons are super dated. Yeah, and the skeleton horses and stuff, and the chariots are just look a bit flat. Yeah, uh, which is sad. So I think that the vampire counts range is cooler, but I think I like the idea of the tomb kings more. Yeah. So, Makes sense. so mm-hmm. how likely are you to play any of them? Six out of ten bones for the Tomb Kings, and 
Actually, six for each, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I would say like three out of ten for both of them. Mm. Like, I, I like the vampire counts, but I like them as enemies. Like, I wouldn't mm. like to play them myself. No. Uh, and the Tomb Kings, I don't really think I would play them. Mm. Um, I think you right. might, might reduce yeah. mine also. <laughs> Doesn't Maybe matter. If they got some new cool uh, basic skeletons, that would be really cool. Yeah. Might be some um, other companies actually that you could use. Yep. I don't know, but might be. Um, damn, is that all of them? We have some honorable mentions like the Femir, I guess. Yeah. The uh, red frogs. Yeah, were were they ever a playable faction? They yeah they I don't think they ever had like an army book, but they were in like the the bestiary book of second edition or something. Yeah, and really. of, and of course, if you want more armies, there, yeah, the Warhammer Armies project allows yeah. you to play with things that even Games Workshop never allowed you to do. Yeah, uh, yeah, I really <laughs> hope that if they bring out a new fantasy, and they used to bring, if they have used the same factions that were in Eighth Edition, mm. then I really hope that the guy who made Army Projects will update his books for the new edition. Yes, please, please. So, uh, how do you feel now? Do you feel like you're gonna have to start more armies, or? Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, still got some stuff to do for dwarves, mm. and after that, I don't know. I I can quite comfortably just wait until inspiration comes to me because I don't need to make anything. Yeah, that's and nice. like if you have one army, then you kind of want to make something else. But if you have two, then you can just take it slow, I think. Yeah. Uh, also, there were some events uh, announced today Ooh. in England. There were three more tournaments announced today. Oh, uh, all of them 6th edition? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Uh, 2020, so in April, July, and September. Yeah. Uh, this guy that has a game store is hosting them. Huh. So right now there's uh, uh, the Albion event in January and I'm hosting. Uh, a thousand points thing that I'm doing in February, like mm-hmm. a game day, mm-hmm. and uh, a tournament in March, a tournament okay. in April, and then July and September. And Holy shit. Probably one in November if they're doing it again. And yeah, yeah more than that. Like, there's it's crazy. Like, and sixth edition is booming right now. Yeah. And, and yeah, all of these events are sixth edition. Huh. So, will you try to attend uh, most of them? Yeah. yeah, as many as I can. Mm-hmm. And uh, will you vary, like, ah, oh, this time Dwarves, next time Kislev, or something? Yeah, yeah, that's, I think I'm going to do that, just every other event, <laughs> different faction. Yeah, so they never go boring. Yeah. <laughs> just choose a very diverse army, like Dogs of War, and you will never <laughs> get bored. Yeah, that is true. You can just make endless combinations. Mm-mm. <laughs> Damn, that was a a big mouthful. Yeah, we we did like all the factions pretty fast, but there were a lot. Like we could do an entire episode about each faction. Yep, definitely. Uh, But I think this is like a niceest. Would make the poor and like all the all the poor fantasy podcasts go out of business if we did. Yeah. Just like it is, like we went through the factions now, like you go through a Tinder, just swipe left <laughs> or right. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty nice. You should that should be in the episode maybe Tinder, fantasy <laughs> Tinder, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, any any other shout outs that we need to think about? I haven't talked about other events after BSK really. I don't think are there any more before the end of the year. I don't know. I were closing in <laughs> we on the end of the know. year. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure there's something going on. Just uh, <laughs> look up your look it up yourselves. Come on, come on, guys. <laughs> we're too lazy. Um, any other shout-outs? Or are we? I think I'm done. I'm, ex- I'm exhausted, man. Oh, exhausted. <laughs> but uh, as it was a uh, fantasy uh, episode, I'll make a Skaven, uh, Skaven outro. Mm, yes, yes. Remember, uh, little ratlings, mm, mm, watch out for the trap. Mm, mm. And uh, uh, Fulgrim, uh, he takes head and... Here's head. <laughs> Don't lose your head.